Welcome back to the best book club in the multiverse. This is the latest session of the Geeksplain Book Club, where every single Friday, I, alongside my fellow Cape Crusaders, are going through every single issue of every single volume of Grant Morrison's Batman. This week, we are covering Battle for the Cow, the three-issue miniseries that provided the transition from the first act of Morrison's Batman to the second act of Morrison's Batman. This miniseries, helmed both on writing and art duties by Tony S. Daniel, provided a pretty big transition and a great little uh, event to usher in the next age, the next era of Batman comics. And I'm joined, of course, by the other two men who, alongside myself, are vying for the role of the Batman. First off, he's dusted off the Silver Age costume and he's itching to jump into crime. It's Jacob Brown. Hey, does this does this bat butt look big on me? <laughs> no, but it makes your head look ginormous. Perfect. <laughs> And he's running around shooting people up, leaving papers saying, I am Batman. It's Malcolm Russell Nelson. That's because I want everyone to read I am Batman, which just ended. I wish everyone would just read I am Shit, Batman. That's what Jason was doing. <laughs> he was just trying to do some advanced marketing. <laughs> For Especially Aunt May. wearing the faceplate and everything. He you likes know, Jason the faceplate more, it's, which it's, I understand. I get it. I get Jason. I get Jason, it. They're, you know... Exactly. The They're simpatico. They are. <laughs> it's just guerrilla marketing, you guys. <laughs> you know what? For for the the lack of marketing that we do for the podcast, I respect I respect Jason's game trying to get that I am Batman out there. Yeah. Just that up, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I am the man who won't put on the cowl no matter how much you pay me. I'm Eric Azana, and we are here to talk some Battle for the Cowl. This is the first installment in our book club this season that doesn't feature Morrison writing it. How do you how do y'all feel about this? Indeed, Morrison writing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is like the first book that like Tony Daniel wrote, I think. Uh, wrote and draw, drew, uh, wrote and draw, good lord. Uh, wrote and drew. Um, and I don't think he, I, I, I think Tony Daniels' writing has always left something to the imagination. Interesting because I think he was I, I don't doing, think he's very refined. He was doing a, like guest spots in Batman at this point, right? In the main Batman book, he was drawing, yes, yeah, oh, like okay. he, like he'd been drawing, but he hasn't been writing. This is like him, like writing for the first time, mm. and I think he. He is, I think, to this day, he's still not the best writer. Interesting. <laughs> to be honest. Jacob, how do you feel about this? Yeah, this, uh, this sucked. Eh, no, I'm just kidding. It was, <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it really does feel very, uh, uh, a little less empty, empty. Uh, in terms of like um, what we've been reading has been a lot of more there's been a lot of layers in terms of like uh, Grant Mo or Gmo's like style and everything like that and then with this it's just a very straight place story not much to like decipher from not a lot of like layers um, I am paranoid now because of Gmo's writing because now I keep thinking about like the hole in things and also the fact that <laughs> 
William, uh, not William Hurt, uh, R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> oh, <no>. Dr. Hurt. <laughs> Two different Dr. levels of asshole. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so completely different things. Uh, so completely different things. Uh, uh, I meant uh, the the uh, Dr. Hurt um, from uh, from from everything uh, is still out there in my uh, and everything like that. So now I keep thinking, I think he's a black mask in this book. Ooh. Interesting. Because they Interesting meant because, because of like um, the way the story is told and what they mention about the black mask from like Bloodhaven and everything it and the way he's dressed too with the cape and everything like that. That's fair. I was just like, mm, that might be uh dr hurt that's just been in this i i like to think that he's interesting that he's gonna be like our i have a theory my my hypothesis is that he he's gonna be our like moriarty in this story where he's just filling in like spots he's always the whole thing that's really interesting you can see how much uh how much youtube has affected us that jacob didn't want to say theory because he knew i'd jump into a comics theory <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> no, I, I was thinking of not neil degrasse tyson and how i was just like i wish people would stop saying theory and say it start saying hypothesis and i'm like because it, everyone has a hypothesis it's not a proven thing it, and i'm like oh okay that's that's the scientist just coming out sure why not that's, that's <laughs> well as as we know jacob you are you are someone of the scientific order so I will, Thank you. I will concede to you in that. Respect. I am a man of the stars. I do. <laughs> I, yes. I, I think it's interesting because I absolutely agree with both of you in that it's definitely a simpler story as opposed to what we've been covering with GMO's writing yeah. there. Uh, they work on a very different level than what is, you know, shown in this story, but sometimes I like simple stories and I really liked this. Uh, this is a good simple story about this yeah. that I didn't super vibe with. Uh, but we'll get into it. But yeah, o- overall, I think it's a good story. It's a good transition story. It does exactly what it needs to do. Get us from point A to point B so that we can start off this the second act. As, uh, as somebody who has not uh, played or researched the Gotham Knights game, this, is, this story feels like what that, go- that game would be about. That's oh, what this totally. feels like. This feels like yeah. something that would have been Battle of the Cow if uh, way, if they made it a video game, yeah. basically. Like uh, I can totally thing. see this. Battle for the Cow game. feels like it would be a better video game than a comic. Yes, that's, it that's really a, does. That's Later. a good pitch. Yes. yes. Gotham Knights Two. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, uh, well, yeah. Regardless, it's it seems like it seems like definitely like the pitch of like before Arkham Knight, like this would have been the movie uh to pitch uh yeah. for uh, for for a video game for an arkham arkham video game kind of thing yeah yeah so we've we've done a lot of preamble let's dig into this we got three issues plus one to cover so let's dive into chapter one of batman battle for the cow and we start off right away with two of our favorite characters i mean robin I mean, squire baby listen if this was just the book i'd be okay with it Yo, same. You know what I mean? same. 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 There's still time for that young club of heroes. Still time. 
I love what Robin says here. Is uh, it says like it's not a crush. It's it's just I like the way we operate together. It, like we we read each other's thoughts and stuff. And I I'm mean, just like, and I'm just no. like, mm. it's yeah. like you don't you it's, don't gotta bullshit, buddy. We're all with you. It's not a crush. Like, no, it. it's just that you're drift compatible and you belong together. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I love you two kids. Just get together, figure it out. Yeah. Get together and then get in the giant robot for God's yeah. sake. Please, for God's sake. Let me, I guess I rewatched Tim? that recently, by the yeah. way. Which one? The first one. Still fucking okay. holds up. Uh, maybe this is my hot take of the week. The second one's way better. Oh, I super disagree. The second one is way better because the second one just has fun. The first one is not fun. I disagree. <laughs> also, Charlie Hunnam sucks. That, oh, that might be a problem with the first one. <laughs> I think you're just mad because he was everyone's fan cast for Green Arrow for a decade. I'm so glad that never panned out. Hey, you know who should? Hey, hey, James Gunn. I know you listen to this. You know who should be Green hey, Arrow for hey, your live action movies, and it would be an interesting twist of things. Uh, Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, I was gonna say John Boyega. Oh, Ooh. what a twist of things! Interesting, interesting. It could be very. I Listen, I just watched The Woman King. Boyega, oh. he can command the room. <laughs> Boyega's got it. Boyega's got it. Bo- Boyega's got it. Uh, the Woman King, a movie that uh, was snubbed of four separate Oscar nominations. <laughs> yes, yes. Four. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Four. We are, we are recording four. this post uh, the 2023 Oscars. I'm still coasting off of a high from that day so maybe maybe i'm being a little too positive about this story because i'm looking at it through uh everything everywhere all at once tinted glasses rose tinted glasses yeah i yeah (laughs) but i i absolutely agree some people needed nominations that absolutely did not get them uh nope was snubbed for Uh a few Mm -hmm. nominations Uh Mm -hmm. Mm uh-huh uh-huh Uh, but yeah, so the story begins with Robin and Squire. They're doing their thing. They're fighting crime in Gotham. Though, he's still figuring out things. It's yeah. okay. He he's still confused about girls and stuff. I get it. I, Tim, I've been there. I get it. You'll figure out where you need to be in about. I think he's. I think he's just really impressed with Squire's energy. Yes. he's just like that. Seems like someone who. I would love to talk. I mean, I would love to <laughs> yeah. team up with. Yeah. 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 This young Sorcerer Ronan motherfucker over here. Yeah. Dude. He's yeah. like, Sir he's like, got like a word a day. Squire. Yeah. yeah, she would crush me as Squire. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we made it to Below the Belt. Welcome. <laughs> this, is, this is not Below the Belt. This is Battle for the Belt. Uh, yes. this is belt, the, baby. The Trust me, I ain't gonna put the... up a fight. This <laughs> <laughs> is the uh, special podcast off. within a podcast where Malcolm simps for anyone with a European accent. Oh boy, let me tell you, <laughs> it's not good for the African guy in the podcast to simp for anyone with a European accent. <laughs> but here we are. <laughs> here we are. Hey, Ma- hey Malcolm, are we is it going to be a whole? That? Hey, Malcolm, is it going to be a whole new meeting to you? Bangers and mash? I'm closing the door on that one. So that's that was, that was hey, we, this is 
the wettest opening we've had. <laughs> we're on page one of this yeah, book. Anyway. <laughs> so Knight and Squire in Gotham doing shit. Oh god. So, so they're hanging out. They cute. Robin and Squire. Robin and Squire. Oh yeah, I Robin and Squire. Something. Whoopsie. That's true. So they they are fighting crime, but it seems like they are not the only ones fighting crime. Someone There's a network, baby. And it's not just the network. There's someone running around uh, taking down criminals and leaving a calling card saying, read, I am Batman. And on the back, mm-hmm. there's a QR code for a digital download. <laughs> uh, so... Oh, my God. Uh, but we see that, like Malcolm alluded to, we have a whole network set up. We've got Nightwing and Knight, which I think is hilarious. Uh, the two of them are fighting... Are those motherfucking pigs? Yeah, yeah, those are those are pig people. Yeah, but they're not pigs, pigs. They're not real pigs. I mean, they could yeah. be cops. Who knows? I mean, <laughs> no, touche. You right, you right, you right, you right. <laughs> uh, no, sorry, they're on the next panel. Um, they're fighting. <laughs> <laughs> the GCPD is fighting against uh, just regular riot crime. And right there, smack dab in the middle, we have the best two one-two punch in comics, that being Wildcat and Black Canary. Oh, boy. Absolutely bodying everyone they can see. Um, We have Man Bat teaming up with... Katana. Uh, That is Katana. Why is Katana wearing a cat mask? Yeah, great question. Um, That's a Tony (laughs) Daniel Liberty there. Uh, This is a reference to Batman and the Outsiders. Because ah. the Batman and the Outsiders book uh, 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 at this time had Batman in it, but then Batman isn't in it because of RP. So now uh, there is a man bat. There is, uh, I almost called it Cheshire. Uh, See? Katana. Uh, Alfred's about to start leading the team, which is kind of awesome. Dope as hell. Um, yeah. Good good era of Batman and the Outsiders. Tomasi's we also get to see uh, Batwoman and some guy wearing Cassandra Kane's Batman Batman dude, costume. Right? Like this is a this is a dude. Mm-hmm. That's Looks not yoked. That's not Cass. That's not Cass. That's I don't know. How dare you? Very Cass odd. can be very yoked and all that stuff, you know? Oh, Why she not? absolutely can be. But no, this but is just the thing is that Cass is tiny, bro. Yeah, composition Compos- wise. This is this is a thirty year old man who is still yeah. next to Batman. <laughs> this is freaking Tom Hardy in that not, costume. Like. Not a not a sixteen year old uh, young crime fighter. Maybe it's Bruce, and he actually is in the costume. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my god! Uh, my Q and my Q and on uh, the conspiracies were right about oh this the Lord. whole time. Oh, <laughs> so Q and on would have loved Batman. Oh, <laughs> Lord! Oh my! They would have god. loved Jason Todd's Batman. Yeah, exactly. They'd be like, no, he's right. <laughs> so we see my uh, Batman. <laughs> fuck! We see Nightwing and Huntress doing their thing. Uh, Robin and Squire team up. Meanwhile. We have a prisoner transport making its way from the from Blackgate Penitentiary to the newly re- renovated and refurbished Arkham Asylum. Can well, you re-say that sentence as a song? We have the um, okay. We have the prisoner transport making its way downtown, driving fast, faces past, and they're homebound. Uh, 
There's a hold of black mask. He's got a bunch of goons. So black mask is here. See, that got us through two pages right there. You thought it was just a diversion. That got us through two pages. You did. You got. You did. I'm thinking outside the box, maybe. You're, you're, you're thinking straight out of the box and into the hole in things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and we see Black Mask. I love this like cow, this like deep cowl neck uh, trench coat poncho thing he's wearing. Yeah. yeah, he looks like bad guy Gordon. He does. Another person we can put on the list as a potential. Who knows? Who knows? Mm, who knows? <laughs> but we see this new black mask, and we later on are we get the established uh, background that Catwoman recently killed Black Mask, so this couldn't possibly be Roman Sionis. Yeah. So who is, is this? this? Who is, who is this, this guy? Who we is see this guy? all of the criminals that are getting off the bus. We see Poison Ivy. We see Victor Zaz, Killer Croc, some guy who's definitely not Marvel's the chame- chameleon. Great. He's great white. Uh, yeah, that's great white. I know. I know. He absolutely drawn like not. this looks exactly like the chameleon. I fucking like... love this look. I love great white. Great white is one of my favorite villain Batman villains in this. It needs to be used more. It's <laughs> weird. <laughs> exactly why i like him <laughs> uh so we see this one of the uh prisoners isn't uh liking the cut of black mask's jib so he jumps at him but we find out that black mask has installed trigger words in trigger yeah. phrases that basically force them to uh tear their face off which i think as a black mask gimmick is delightful yeah yeah um at that exact moment he says batman is dead light it up and blows up arkham asylum newly That's... rebuilt arkham asylum, asylum. What so an we wasted all that money <laughs> what an asshole dude <laughs> honestly just dick move bro big dick move that's big like di- if big, somebody blew up all energy. the renovation in downtown tucson you know where it's just oh, like Jesus. oh my god all the <laughs> All of the eight years of construction that's been taken. <laughs> exactly. Literally anything in Tucson. Exactly. And then somebody just fucks it up and just blows it up or something like that. And you're like, oh my God. We cut over to uh, James Gordon doing his best Jeffrey Wright impression, where we see no, him just trying real. to avoid people. Like, I, <laughs> this is, I see this so clearly as Jeffrey writes, Jim Gordon, just like wading through all these reporters and not wanting to talk to literally anybody. Mm-hmm. As he's doing the Idris Elba Luther walk, with yes. his hands in his pockets, uh, doing the heavy like waddle walk. <laughs> and he's just like, press conference ended. No more questions, man. That's That was a good Jeffrey Wright. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> Uh, but as he uh, walks away from this press conference, where obviously uh, Gotham is going to hell in a handbasket, he is encountered by one private investigator. Uh huh. Edward Nigma, in his best era. In his best era. Best that is era. the best use of the Riddler of all time. I Easily fucking in any sense. It. Yes. I don't I know anything about it. that. So, I mean, oh. Nygma, 
You should read that because it's a Dini concept. You would, I would love, love it. it. Wow, I love really? It. I so thought he was just. I thought it was just there, just to be like, just just smacks, just just so just to throw smack into the Gordon's face. I was just like, okay, so he's just oh. free. He's like, no, I'm he, free, uh... and you can't touch me. <laughs> so th- this is. <laughs> So this is post hush. Um, he yeah. basically, oh. after figuring out um, Batman's identity, I don't remember what exactly happens, but he sustains uh, a head injury yeah. that seems to not just <laughs> strip the memory of Batman's identity, but also quote unquote cures him. Mm-hmm. And so he's oh. just like, I don't want to do crimes anymore. I want to solve crimes. So he sets up a private detective agency. Uh, this is when he's working with the Gotham sirens yeah um, he becomes like a oh. guy for the stars kind of like kind of like a celebrity yeah. like detective so, like so he becomes like he becomes like bosley to like the to the uh, charlie's angels there a little bit no because <laughs> no, they, no, they, no, not, not because they, they kick the shit out of him <laughs> <laughs> but he's the cool. punching bag because you get to see you awesome. get to see him like solving crimes you get to see him yeah. helping everybody out and everyone's like what the fuck are you doing? It's it's a very infamous Iron Man situation where he's like, yeah. okay. "No, you yeah. guys, I'm 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 here to help now." And they're like, "No, oh, dude, we don't trust." Yeah, you. there's like a good <laughs> three years where he like literally works with the GCPD because they can't like cool. reach Batman because Batman's off doing shit. And so they're like, oh, "I guess we need somebody to help with these cases. Let's get Enigma." Like me, the most annoying Enigma possible, but he's never wrong about stuff. It fucking rules. Oh, it's so good. It's the best it's take so on the Riddler. Good. So you can definitely hear that John Glover, like smarmy ass, oh, like one voice attitude. Oh, that's just coming oh, out. This is like yeah. if Rid- if the Riddler's reform episode was real. Ooh, okay. Yes, that's that's exactly what it is. All right. That's exactly what it is. I like it's that. a great run. It starts in like Dini's detective. Um yeah, yeah you, should, you should check that out. Okay. I think he'd love it. All right. And the best thing it, about this appearance is that he starts it with a question. Yeah. He's like, last question, sir. Is Batman really dead? And just the smug look on his face, is just, it's delightful. <laughs> and just Gordon looking at him, just like, Riddler. Like, <laughs> like, you're not doing anything illegal, face. but fuck you, man. You're not, you're yeah. not doing anything illegal, but Get fuck off you. of that wall. Like... <laughs> I, I could arrest you for loitering. He just like walks away. <laughs> so we see up in the sky, someone has messed with the bat signal to make it read R.I.P. Huh. Which is hilarious. Had, uh, Grant Morris's run before this. Yeah, huh? they, they already they, that was last week. Yeah. That was last week, whoever did that. Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, we cut to the Batcave where we find one Richard Dick Grayson. Nightwing staring at the cape and cowl that was recovered from... It's unclear here whether this is the cape and cowl that was recovered from uh, Batman R.A.P. or whether it was recovered from the body of Final Crisis, because they are both... If I may, this Please. should be the R.A.P. one, because it doesn't have all the head holes that the Final Crisis one does. Right. You're absolutely correct. So we're From the say... machine. It's from the uh, from the R.I.P. Yeah. So uh, Nightwing is encountered by Robin. Tim is basically like, hey, we need to fucking settle this, bro, because Batman needs to continue on. And it's got to be either you or me. And I love how Tim is immediately just ready to do this. This is classic Tim Drake. Yes. This is classic mm-hmm. Tim Drake who sees... 
who literally sees the hole in things and is like, someone needs to fill that hole. That yeah. goes just right back to his first appearance. Like, yep. fucking mm-hmm. rules. Tim That's rules awesome. At all times. At uh, all times. So Love he's... We, we, th- th- this, is a, this is a Tim Drake household. This goddamn is a Tim Drake household. <laughs> and I am uh, the key. I am the key master right over he here. He's the key master. <laughs> <laughs> so we we continue this conversation where Dick is not willing to take up the mantle, but he doesn't want Tim to do it either. It's that whole like I can't play the Xbox, but that doesn't mean you can play the Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> I'm keeping the controller above the fridge where you can't reach it. <laughs> but i know where it is i'm like and then i'm gonna hide it i'm gonna hide it again I'm gonna hide it again. uh but we see that there is a growing concern about this supposed uh third batman who is just going around killing criminals with ruthless abandon and he's no ordinary citizen you would give the bat signal to an ordinary citizen. Where is it? Uh, but we do see that Tim has done his research and that someone that whoever this is has been leaving clues on the on his calling cards, on the I am Batman papers. And he does his due diligence, he scans all the QR codes, he reads the full series, and he realizes that this takes this comic takes place in new york you know what's in a lot of what's in new york subways i should go to the abandoned subway station subway station (laughs) (laughs) what the fuck fuck? coming next up in tim drake robin issue number seven (laughs) 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 oh my god as a quick aside, go read the first six issues of Tim Drake Robin. They're great. Uh, friend of the podcast, Megan Fitzmartin, did a hell of a job writing a detective story for Tim. It is absolutely beautiful. And so Tim makes his way down to the... Tim makes his way downtown to the subway trying to find this Batman. <laughs> but we see that he might not have gone as Robin. More on that later. Uh, we cut mm. back to Dick Grayson fighting a bunch of uh, a bunch of mannequins that can't fight back. Great job! Crash man. test dummies. Yeah, <laughs> really, he's like the really, classic crash test dummies. Really showing your dominance there on crash test dummies that can't swing back at you. Damn. Mm-hmm. Uh, so... Whoa! You gotta be careful. Be sure to put on your seatbelt. Nobody... <laughs> Nobody remember this commercial. Yeah, that was really funny though. Holy <laughs> shit. Imagine them just shrieking safety tips at him yeah. as he's kicking the shit out of. Them. Oh my god! Remember that holds so her funny. stance on up to your left. Ow! Oh, he just chops the head off. Like... <laughs> don't leave your don't leave your back vulnerable. Bah! <laughs> if you're gonna chop off someone's head, make sure to use the outside of your palm so that you don't do damage to the nerve endings. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Bruce would absolutely reprogram those to be giving like all the trainees tips. He no, absolutely no, he would. wouldn't, but Alfred would. Oh shit! All right, good call. Good that's call, the, Alfred. He's, he's going to set the, up uh... the penguin, and then he's going to go reprogram the dummy. <laughs> <laughs> that's the training wheels pro- protocol that's uh, installed basically. Yeah, exactly. Batman's like Jesus Christ. Batman's like what? 
Alfred, what the fuck did you do to my training dummies? He's like, oh, it was Archibald, sir. I don't know. It was me, it was Archibald. <laughs> you reprogrammed the dummies. You can see the penguin just on the computer. The just at the, at the back of the computer. The computer. <laughs> oh, Archibald, and you're incorrigible. And he picks him up. <laughs> that is the best bit that we've had on this We show, are 1,000 Is the Legend of Archibald. That. That's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs> the Legend of Archibald. Oh my god. god to make the, Batman the Legend that of Archibald. Please put this running joke in, in every Batman oh, movie man. now. Yeah. Hey, Ch Chip Zdarsky, I know you're listening to this show. We need the return of Archibald. background of a comic. Please. We need the return of Archibald. Please. 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 We need it. Please. <laughs> I, can, I can absolutely see in, uh, in the Tim Drake backup in the current Batman. When he's like, while he's searching for Batman, he's just like, <laughs> he, there, there's just a scene where he, it's just close on him. And he's just like, I followed all the clues. I just, I don't know where to find him. Any ideas? And it just pans over and it's just Archibald. <laughs> Archibald sitting in the chair. He's like, yeah, yeah, I didn't think so. <laughs> we need Archibald stat. These are like Toy Story bloopers. That's what these are. They're like Pixar bloopers. That's what these are. <laughs> so we see that uh, Alfred shows up, and he's just, and the moment he starts rolling up his sleeves, I'm like, oh shit! It's Alfred Pennyworth, the origin yeah. of Batman's butler. Oh my god! Wait a second. Is this actually tied into Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's butler? Which you can view in its entirety on HBO Max right All now. All three seasons on Hobo Max right now. I want to make it very clear: this uh, this podcast is not sponsored by Hobo Max. Oh, it could absolutely be sponsored by Hobo Max. Please, just give me a sponsorship, please. But I I love this exchange between Alfred and Dick because Alfred bodies this boy. Yeah, he shows that there's still much left to learn. Yo, he fucking Wait, whoops that trick, bro. He, he knocks that stick. Does. He knocks that stick right out of uh, out of Dick's hand, and it's just like, oh, that was, that was for wow. Okay, with ease. And again, what the hell, I was like really upset. I was just like, Dick, what is wrong with you? That is Alfred. You were trained by Batman. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> get your head in the game. Get your, get your head uh, in the game. We see that Alfred also wants Dick to take up the mantle. He's like, look, we all know what the answer is. You know what the answer is. Why are we prolonging this? And Dick's like, no, no, I got to be edgy. I gotta... He is. He's looking very Robert Pattinson and the Batman in this panel. That is, yep. that is yes, 1,000%. What I heard in my head when I would read yes, it is. now. <laughs> it was just like, why does it sound like Robert Pattinson in my head right now? <laughs> Several times. And so <laughs> we see uh, we see back at the GCPD, uh, Dick goes to the uh, bat signal and him and Gordon are just having a little exchange trying to figure out what to do next and who is behind all this as we see the uh, the villains getting ready to uh, lay siege to Gotham. And I don't know who this Jane Doe person is, but it's incredible. Yeah. Jane, like, Jane Doe uh, was a Batman villain around this time. She, she's basically the chameleon. Uh, yeah, she's basically the chameleon. Yeah. Yeah. 
That's that is her exact thing. But she cuts off faces and wears them, which is cool. I mean, yeah, it's, it's not really cool, cool, but as of as a don't do that. I'm not telling you yeah. that's cool. Yeah, like, I'm not, not advocating for that. Not advocating. <laughs> it's it's for a Batman villain. It's it's very cool to see. It's it's like a serial killer being like the chameleon. I I kind of like that. That's like yeah, kind of cool for sure. That's, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we also see that Selena is fighting crime as well. Um, Salinas. This this is she is just coming out of her Darwin Cook era, so she yeah is, she's coming out. So she's in she the is, best costume. Doing yeah, great. yeah, she's doing real good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But she does see a cape and cowl fly overhead, and who is it? It's Batman, but not that Batman. It's Tim Drake Batman, wearing the Batman. old school Bat Tim. Norman Brayfogle Batman costume. It's really as good. Hell. It's mm-hmm. really good. And Nobody it's... wears that Adams costume like that motherfucker does. Yeah, and it's so cool thing. that that's the costume that Tim chose. That's because the... that's his detective era, baby. Yeah, that's what he knows the best. I was going to say he knows that suit the best. This oh, is the man. Batman that Tim grew up looking up to. Yeah, th- this was, so of I course, believe, the, the one costume. He grabbed. Yeah. I believe this was the costume he was wearing when when tim became robin right uh it yeah. should be yeah because yeah. this is yeah this is like nightfall era uh-huh. yeah. yeah he's he's still wearing this costume yeah. so it's it's just really cool that he chose this and i think it's you can see that it doesn't fit him super well the cowl fit, looks a little weird on his head um, you can see the lines on like his his like on on like his legs and stuff when he's yeah. like flying around and everything like that. Like you could see the, 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 the like he looks good. Lines. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Yeah, he looks good. No, yeah. But he's, he's definitely, you know, wearing his dad's suit for the first time. Yeah. yeah. And so and he's he trying his... his best to fill it out. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, yeah. Trying, he's like no, I'm buff. I'm buff. Posture, posture. <laughs> yeah. And so we see Blacks. the, uh, Blacks. we see Black Mask uh, assault one of the, one of the Two-Face shipments. And it's unclear at this point in time why he's doing this, but it will become clear soon. Yeah. Meanwhile, we see the Batmobile driving around, and who's behind the wheel? Big Damien Energy himself, Damien Wayne. So can we talk about how this book has character assassination for Damien, and it doesn't make me happy? <laughs> Which says something? Because I don't love Damien, yeah, but this I book mean... does not make sense for this character. I mean, whatsoever seems seems pretty uh pretty accurate to me i mean just <laughs> I mean how doing this reckless shit like, like this he's a little dick because he's a little dick he's a little asshole yeah he's a little asshole this whole book is he's in his chris o'donnell phase this is chris <laughs> o'donnell robin no he doesn't have an earring He's <laughs> fucking five seconds away from getting one at Claire's. Like, <laughs> Are you expecting him to come out that's of the Batmobile and be like, reference. I'm Batman? And then everybody just laughs. Yes, that's exactly, <laughs> yeah. like, that's exactly what this is. Yeah. It's fucking weird. I can kind of see this. Him trying this to is not a kid who was trained by the fucking League of Assassins. Yeah. Like, this is just some random street kid who's like, yeah, I'm... I'm robbing. It's no big deal. Like, I'm driving the Batmobile. I'm picking up chicks. It's fucking weird. Like, <laughs> and it doesn't like, make yeah. any goddamn sense. Yeah. Like this, this to me, like here in 2023, this is very specifically Alice Eve, but it's definitely not Alice Eve 
because it's just a random girl yeah 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 that was eating bro we see that uh (laughs) we see oracle take control of the batmobile ejector seats this girl and then drives the batmobile to uh she'll be fine (laughs) yeah she'll be fine there's a parachute yeah um but we see that uh all hands are on deck because tim is missing the city is going to hell and Oracle has called in the Batmobile to, uh, to do some stuff. Uh, the Batmobile is attacked by Killer Croc. That's the Croc! The Croc! He <laughs> threw a rock croc. at him! <laughs> and it at that exact... Croc. <laughs> at that exact <laughs> moment, um, Oracle calls in the Birds of Prey. Huntress, Lady Nighthawk, no, no Lady Blackhawk. Blackhawk, yeah. And... They're just like, we're too far away. Nightwing says, I, I'm i on it. I'm on my way. We see Damien uh, about to get absolutely destroyed by Killer Croc and Poison Ivy when, swoop, Nightwing picks him up and carries him off into the sky uh, before they are brought down immediately by... <laughs> An explosion of some kind. They're hit by like a rocket launcher or some shit. And so they crash into a nearby building. They get up. They're starting to make their way out of the uh, out of the rubble. When all of a sudden they are confronted by Black Mask's goons. And so he t- Nightwing tells Damien to hide. He stands up and he's about to get gunned down. When all of a sudden, some of the goons get gunned down. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. And they hear a character say, Black Mask didn't get the memo. I am Batman. As this new gun-toting Batman busts through gunning down all of the uh, all of the goons. This as an introduction to that character, super cool. Fucking yeah, super rips. fucking cool. Yeah, this is really cool. Um, for this version of the character as specifically not a Batman character or not a Bruce Wayne character, this design fucking rules. Yes. 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 This is, this is like if, uh, Todd McFarlane draw drew Batman, you know, like this has got some, this has got some This is super nineties angst spawn Batman. Yeah, for sure. Uh, But that's, but that's exactly how it should be. Yeah. 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 hundred percent. So chapter two uh, kicks back up at the Gotham dry docks at the scene of the crime where Black Mask had demolished Two-Face's men. Uh, Two-Face is here. Uh, he is in his uh, Kingpin era. So he is got a large following behind him and the two biggest crime organizations in Gotham at this point are Two-Face and Penguin. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. he is... Uh, conferring with his head of intelligence his intelligence chief uh trying to say like this is penguin we're gonna go after him the guy's like i don't think this was penguin he shoots him and then turns to the new guy duffy is like you're my new intelligence chief we're going after penguin i mean mad batman 1989 energy here yeah bob Uh, gun (laughs) just gives him the gun with no Full bo- obedience, full obedience, and just shoots him. And I was just like, "That's a moment of a moment of silence for Bob." Thank you. Yep. Thank you so much, You're the best henchman I've ever seen in any movie. You are the best. Bob, Bob the goon fucking rules. He's, Bob he's the goon is great. Bob the goon needs to come back in any Batman movie now. Like Bob the, the Batman, 
Bob the Goon needs to come back. Fuck. Wouldn't it be great if Bob the Goon was Black Mask? If he was Pariah, <laughs> like if he was just fucking hopping multiverses and he's exactly. like, I'm secretly the bad guy behind he's everything. The bad guy. Bob the Goon in that goofy Pariah armor. So good. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Remember so when good. they put Tom Cavanaugh in that? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when they put Tom Cavanaugh in that fucking goofy ass Pariah armor? I still oh, fucking man. love that. I still fucking <laughs> love CW Crisis yeah. on Infinite Earth. Crisis was mm-hmm. excellent. It was Ooh. so good. It probably should have just ended there. But yeah, for sure. Yeah, that sounded like it. I've been rewatching season one of The Flash, and that is still an unbelievably really well made show. Such a great, <laughs> yeah. Incredibly paced, incredibly acted. Season um, one is so good. That fucking so like good. time, that first time travel episode oh, is yeah, fucking. Man. That is pure brilliance of television. I think that's Fucking one of the delightful. best hours of television I've ever seen. Yeah. How it raises stakes and you're like, holy shit, this is halfway through the season. Like, yeah, how is everything agree. systematically changing right now? And then completely just, whoa, you don't see that ending coming. You're like, wait, wait, what? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so freaking good. The re- yeah, that's that's so so, yeah. The reveal the of end- uh of reverse flash. Reverse flash. That that yeah. reverse flash Cisco conversation, I think that's oh, one of the God. best scenes I've seen on TV. TV, maybe ever I, I think like incredible. that is so powerful it's it's not in the first season but there is an episode that lives rent-free in my head constantly and it's the episode where barry meets the 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 speed force um it's the kevin smith directed it's episode the kevin where smith season episode. three yes. yeah uh, the good four. dinosaur something like that i think it's called the good dinosaur because that was the book yeah, something like it's right, something like right. the good dinosaur yeah yeah yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's an that, excellent it's episode. It's an amazing episode. I remember just like like feeling everything in that episode. Yeah. That was like the episode for me. Yeah. And, and yeah, the I was going to rewatch the first three seasons. Season, <laughs> yeah. Dude, that, I love that second season. I mean, for uh, me too. Reasons, but me too. I, I fucking, oh, that's so good. I love oh, all three seasons. I think the first three seasons are very good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and, and the season one finale is still <sighs> maybe the best episode they ever did. Fuck, it's. I mean, it might be. It might be. Yeah, show's so, great. So we cut over to oh yeah, Batman, uh, right? The penguins, right. <laughs> yeah. the penguins' penthouse, where we see the penguin uh, reacting to Two Face, you know, declaring war on him. And I love yeah. how penguins what? just like. Uh, where he's like I wish it was me but it's not but we know Two-Face is going to retaliate so we got to get ready to retaliate against him also and his his fucking good is named Bossworth yeah Yeah. which I love yeah that's pretty funny Bossworth go deal with this fucking psychopath while I deal with Two-Face meanwhile we find uh, Nightwing and Damien dealing with this new Batman, uh, who is just Batman. this new Batman, who <laughs> is uh, super skilled, uh, incredibly versatile. At he's killing! At killing! <laughs> he, just, he just loves killing. Oh boy, here he, he goes killing again. He loves oh. killing. <laughs> and so uh, Damien and Nightwing chase him on the rooftops. Uh, this Batman knows who Dick is. He knows that Bruce Wayne was Batman. And so as I, I love this moment, this is one of my favorite moments when Damien sneaks up on him and he's like, ah, I'm going to get you. And he grabs him and just backhands him yeah. into the side of a uh, side of a 
pipe looks like. Yeah, when he yes. fucking says, Papa Smack! <laughs> Smacks him into a fucking wall. Yeah. <laughs> and so I love that uh, Nightwing has now figured out who this is. And this starts an interesting trend for me. We're going to talk about it in a second. But he names the Batman saying that he is Jason Todd. At that exact moment, the Batplane, uh, or the Batplane, uh, shows up, <laughs> casting a spotlight on them, and Jason just goes, all right, I, I got to throw him off his rhythm. So he shoots Damien and mm-hmm. runs away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe... Hot take of the week. This is where Damien should have died. <laughs> <laughs> this this should have been this should have been the Ryan Johnson Last Jedi moment and just been like yeah fuck you Gmo I'm just gonna get rid of this character right now and we're never gonna touch him we're never gonna smoke him. him ever again so good luck with that yeah. so good luck with that so have fun with that uh, and you're That's just funny. like oh shit like seriously though seriously though it, for the rest of the story I really was just like. You know, you could have just, you could have done it right here. That's funny. Jesus yeah. Christ. But I also believe, like, if nobody likes this character, you know, like, like as much as, like, Jason Todd back in the day when they had to, like, vote whether to keep Jason or not in, like, <laughs> Death in the Family, I really believe this would have been the, the point where they were like, okay, everyone's complained about this character to this point. <laughs> does uh, Damien die? <laughs> yeah, and it's like, yes, yes, we, yes, he does. We're just like, no, no, no fucks That's given. so funny. <laughs> That's so funny. Jesus. <laughs> so he he runs away, and just as uh, Huntress and Black Canary show up, meanwhile, uh, Black Mask's headquarters deep below Gotham, uh, Jane Doe and Garfield Lynn's show up. Yeah, yeah, baby. Love me some Firefly. And they, and they fucking. You can tell they're fucking. <laughs> oh, for sure. Oh, you can yeah. tell they are having disgusting sex. Yes. Like, disgusting. It is involved. Yeah, it is involved with like multiple masks of different real people faces and fire. Mm-hmm. That's what and it a is. A lot of fire. A lot they are, of fire. Passing. They are. They're, Jacob, do you agree? Are they wax people? I think they're wax people. Oh, absolutely. For they sure. are totally wax for people. Sure. Oh, absolutely. Are you like, kidding? A- absolutely. Uh, they do, they're doing the, a lot of wax work. Being the pyro that he is, he would be dripping yeah. and covering her with complete, like like a casket, you know? Yeah. Oh, and then making like a new mask for her out of the wax. Yeah. yeah. Like it, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's good for the skin too, up. by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I I can't I can't with you. <laughs> so 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 Jane Doe and Garfield Lins, aka Firefly, show up to Black Mask's meeting. Uh, Black Mask is all like, you know what? Hey, you guys get this shit done. You know, I'm gonna give uh, you a bunch of wax. Exactly. Or I'm not, <laughs> I'm not gonna, gonna, give, you, I'm not gonna give you any of your private time. I'm not I'm not influencing your BDS moments. You know, here. So, <laughs> so get this shit done. He's like, look, I. I've got separate plans for each of you. You've got your own stuff. Uh, Jane Doe, you've got a job. Garfield Linz, I would like to introduce you to the Atom Bomb, yes. who is a radioactive man who has radioactive powers. And I fucking, I love this exchange. This is such a fucking Fast and the Furious exchange. Where Adam <laughs> I, goes, that's exactly yeah, what it is. This yeah. was 100% written by Chris Morgan. <laughs> for goes, sure. for Your reputation sure. precedes you, Mr. Linz. I've often admired the way you light up a room. And fucking Firefly <laughs> shakes his hand going, you know, Skullface, I like the way you think. Now somebody get me my suit. 
<laughs> how are they both Colin Farrell as Bullseye? Like, <laughs> how are they both doing it? <laughs> it rules. And get this man a shield. <laughs> hey, remember, remember that really great moment in Infinity War when T'Challa says, "Get this man a shield," and then they don't get him a fucking shield anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah they gave him a shield. They gave they him two shields. He, that's not shields. Those were shields. That's not shields. They were shields. They heated. The little gauntlets. A, a dying Just because they're word, not honestly. your uh, cis-het representation of a shield doesn't mean that <laughs> they could be somebody wait else's. A, whoa, wait a second. Wait a second. <laughs> I'm not the bad guy here. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you so, can't do that. Kids. Ooh, gabagool. so we see uh jason is on the hunt uh gunning down more prospective villains (laughs) he chases he's continuing on the uh colin farrell uh bullseye trend he shows up to a catholic priest and immediately guns him down Mm -hmm. this catholic priest is uh absolutely a villain and i love this again this is a very fast and the furious he's like in the name of god i banish you to hell and jason's just like keep a seat warm for me and shoots him until he falls and shoots him through the glass that page is the best page in the book (laughs) this is the best sequence in the book because it is so action movie and it's so (laughs) dumb uh is this now i i would like to maybe say that okay. this is the priest from R.I.P. Did that priest not die? Did the priest die? I don't remember the priest. Because I know that Joker killed the general, right? Right. And he also... With the Reiki to the rescue. I don't think that the priest died. I okay, thought then, that the yeah, priest might be got away. And then right, because there be is the... Because there is the bit uh, later with Labasso. Yeah. who's reading the newspaper seeing that like all the other people have died all the other criminals from the black glove oh, have died and the yeah, priest yeah, is yeah. one of those true so i think this is that priest you're right you're right it, which would be nice which would be a nice be a nice little touch agreed so uh Jason starts interrogating the last remaining goon uh, as violently as possible meanwhile Bat Tim has made his way down to the subway following the Bat clues Tim. left by the uh, QR codes and making his way through a abandoned uh, subway car that had been crushed by the earthquake back from no man's land. Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Once he ste- this is the coolest fucking thing. He steps yeah. through the doors of this subway car and into Jason's fucking bat cave. Yeah. so cool it has its here's, own the thing. here's the thing i love that jason's been planning this yeah, for a while yeah for a while this is not a yeah. new thing he has been planning this probably yeah. since before batman quote unquote died yeah which means that he was just planning on doing this anyway yeah at some point he was just he waiting for the right that. moment yeah this is absolutely the Jason Todd who runs into Titan's Tower, tears off his costume, Daddy and reveals Robin. that he has an adult-sized Robin costume underneath, saying, I'm Robin now. 
<laughs> the best moment in Teen Titans history. <laughs> best Jason Todd moment for sure. Um, oh my god! But th- this continues on this thing where it's for me. May- maybe it's weird. Maybe you guys didn't think it was weird. The fact that everyone refers to him as Jason Todd. They say his full name every. Then they keep time. saying Jason Todd. Yeah, it's Instead stupid. Just like Jason, I'm like it's stupid. It's weird. It's weird. It's bad writing. I I don't know. <laughs> That's just bad writing. <laughs> I don't I I don't know about that because everyone calls me Jacob Brown, and that's, that's because, because you're world because renowned, you're famous gaslight actor. It's not just that, Jacob but Brown. also like not, but, not all of us are world famous gaslight actor Jacob Brown. Exactly. That's totally different. <laughs> that's a very different thing. Jason Todd is definitely totally not different thing. a world famous gaslight actor. So. Very I've never seen Jason Todd at the Gaslight Theater. It's very true. I've never but, seen uh, him play Two Gun McGraw. But I've also, never to, seen him play Two Gun McGraw. I was also going to say, uh, well, uh, Jacob Brown doesn't play Two Gun McGraw, so uh, it doesn't the, matter. Neither does Jason Todd. Not yet. Not <laughs> time. Not yet. Yeah, like that'll happen. Um, the but I was going to say, like his name is five letters in each word, so uh, just like mine. Todd like has. Jason Four letters. Like four letters or yeah okay well, still. <laughs> so, still so let's go ahead and bust it yeah. Yeah. Busted. <laughs> we're actors not mathematicians yeah exactly <laughs> nine words ten uh, nine nine letters ten ten, letters, ten syllables who knows yeah yeah it's fine nine it's out like, of ten it Bruh. Goes too well. Bruh. Bruh. that's a passing grade so Bruh. we see uh tim exploring jason's bat cave but of course jason has booby trapped it and just as he is about to fall to his death he is rescued by selena kyle killer line by the way uh that is the killer yeah. line but that's also again really blockbuster action movie <laughs> which this is she yeah. goes she rescues him and she goes huh i wondered whatever happened to the cape crusader Fucking love it. I love it. Mean, yeah. I love dumb what shit a like sentence. Dumb. <laughs> I don't care. Dumb. I liked it. I thought I was it was perfect. hilarious. It was perfect. <laughs> and so the two of them uh, work together to explore this bat cave. Meanwhile, uh, Dick has gotten Damien back to the bat cave. Um, Alfred has sewn up. Damien and treated Dick's wounds and he's just like look this this has gotten out of hand Jason is hey. running out there because this wouldn't have happened if Bruce was Batman he wouldn't have done this if there was a Batman there to oppose him you need to step up dude and Dick's just like I he's like I tried this before I did this already and I fucking hated it and Alfred's like that's because you were just trying to be him you can be your own Batman. You need to represent what he stood for. And there is none other that has the wherewithal to uphold those ideals than you, Richard Grayson. And we get that lovely... And you get the hero movie. shot. Yep. With the, Batman, with the bat flying in the background. As Damien's like opening his eyes, really seeing Dick for the first time. As the true successor, yada yada. Good shit. Real good shit. 
Uh, we cut back to the Gotham City PD headquarters where uh, Jimbo Jim James Gunn Gordon is looking over <laughs> the escalating gang violence. Jesus Christ, some really fucking graphic images. Graphic images. Like, that is really rough. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> That's the grossest thing I've seen in the comic. Yeah. <laughs> it's, good. it's good stuff. And as, we're, as he's discussing this with uh, District Attorney Hampton, who seems like a real dweeb, just seems like a real by-the-books dweeb, we know that things are getting worse. We see Zaz kill has killed a cop. Jane Doe has taken his face. And as they are about to, you know, call it for the night, GCBD headquarters explodes. And we see Firefly just doing this, just flying away. Firefly looks like, this is a real fucking deep cut, y'all. Firefly looks like the fucking Enterprise flying away from like an exploding board cube. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's, there is a shot that was an intense in deep cut Star Trek First Contact wow. where I think like the board cube explodes and then there's like a shuttle that flies by and goes like right in front of the camera. That's what this shot is. It's so funny. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> Yeah, so he he has obviously done his part of the job. Door opens. There's Jane Doe wearing the cop's face. He shoots and kills Hampton, buries three slugs into Jim Gordon's chest, and walks away as we get this great full-page spread of Black Mask blowing up half of Gotham. And Black Mask like, is such a good villain. Such a good villain. Great like, villain. this is where He's I was a like, great villain. this is where I had my, my, my theory or hypothesis right here was just like, okay, just this this oddness of like yeah. in, beholds to his work and everything and being like, yep, the Batman's not here. Look what I can do here finally. Look what I can do. <laughs> this oh, is this is it. Willem this is Willem Dafoe in Boondock Saints doing like the there was a firefly fire like, <laughs> like the moving swaying like that's what he's doing right here. As the gunfires go around. Yeah. Also, it like, William Defoe would be a great black mask. Yes, he would. Oh, my God, yes. He would be a great oh. black mask. Yeah, so oh. uh, if you haven't lately, go watch Boondock Saints again. It's wonderful. <laughs> or you, you don't have to. <laughs> you really do, because it's a great movie. It's a good movie. So we see that... We, we see Dick rising into the into the cave <laughs> for raising god damn it uh, god da- welcome, welcome back, back to under, to under the, the- <laughs> 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 where we spend an entire page watching dick rising. dick rising yeah. <laughs> i see trouble on the way <laughs> looks like he's gonna be the batman <laughs> Fighting Jason for an eye. Don't come around tonight, because he's bound to take your identity. There's a good dick on the rise. Oh, yeah. Jacob Brown, ladies and gentlemen. World famous gaslight actor Jacob. Oh, my God. This is how he became world renowned, folks. Holy shit. That was a treat. So he's ready to head off and fight Jason, but he sees that one of the bat suits is missing and we see a note that was left gone hunting tim 
Sorry. He also distinctly is taking off his domino mask and throwing it to the side. Because he was yeah. definitely going to put on. Because he's about exactly to become Batman. <laughs> yeah. He was like, motherfucker stole the suit I was going to wear. Fuck, I love that brave little suit. <laughs> damn it. Neil Adams is my favorite art- artist. God damn, damn it. I love the Adams suit. Fuck. Fuck. <laughs> I can't do this now. I got to be Nightwing. It's yellow symbol or nothing. God damn oh, it. I'll be <laughs> Nightwing again. And now he's just looking at the other side. He's like, fuck, what other shit is here? Oh, a scuba that... suit? What yeah. the fuck? I don't want to wear that. Oh, a rainbow suit? Fuck that. Oh, it's well, the anti-freeze suit, but it's not even cold out. It's fucking summer. <laughs> God damn it. So this whole time that this is going on is just him, like, going through the closet no, like he's fucking no, tanning France on Queer no. Eye. He's like, no. Nuh-uh. Don't love this. <laughs> not... Not enough cover, not enough I space. Would love, yeah, I would all this stuff. love the queer eye episode where they love come the to <laughs> where they come to Dick Grayson, who's trying not to be Batman, and they get him on the road to being Batman. If this if this book, if Battle for the Cowl was a queer eye episode, it would be 40 times better. You know what? <laughs> We're gonna write that supplemental material. That would be it's, wonderful. It's, Where Karamo sits him down, and he's like, "Why do you think you don't want to be Batman? Like, <laughs> why don't why, you want to be Batman? <laughs> like, why? Why aren't you taking up the mantle?" And he'd be like, "Because it, it's not what I want to do. It's not what Bruce would want me to do. It's like, is it not what Bruce would want you to do, or is it what you don't want to do?" Like, because it sounds like you're being really defensive. The music right now. starts coming. That would be in. fucking incredible. Dude, okay, we need this. Sentimental music. Holy shit. We see Bobby come in and start renovating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, he actually does something later. We'll, we'll talk about it in a second, but he does something later. Um, but we see that. Uh, <laughs> We, Look, we, Anthony we comes find in and teaches that. Dick how to make the fucking like sandwiches, the jalapeno sandwiches. Like, yeah. I mean, this would be awesome. It works so like, well. It works he so makes holy him, shit. He, he meal preps. He teaches him how to meal prep so that when he goes out into like that, the, he, that, the streets, that he has snacks for patrol. Exactly. Yes. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, meanwhile, <laughs> back at Jason Todd's back game. Also, Tan France would be a wonderful Alfred. That's the kind of energy I want for my Alfred. Holy oh, shit. shit. He would, that be would be great good. as Alfred. That'd be really good. Um, so we He'd see Catwoman and Tim uh, looking through the Batcave when all of a sudden they are beset upon by Jason Todd because we have to say his full name every single time. <sighs> and Tim attacks him. The two begin their fight, though specifically, Tim just refers to him as Jason. So Jason realizes, I have to kill this man. Because everyone has to call me Jason Todd. Everybody has to call me Jason Todd. <laughs> first name, last my name. first name, you have to die. First name, last name. <laughs> and so we see, I love this panel of oh, Tim yeah. land, doing the superhero landing among the sheets. Yes. Really cool image of him in the bat yeah. suit. Uh, but Jason uses trickery and uh, deception to gain the upper hand on Tim, who, as we've established before, is not the most gifted fighter of the Robins. Yes. And as the two continue their battle, we get the greatest moment in this fight, which is Tim reaching for a weapon and he grabs a fucking crowbar, which mm-hmm. means that Jason keeps a crowbar in the Batcave, just like Batman keeps Jason's costume in his Batcave. Yeah. He has it in a little case, and he says, I need to see it every day. Every day. Yeah. Every I need day. to see the thing that defeated me. It's a reminder. Me. 
yeah. thing the that one killed thing me. that defeated me. Yes. Yeah. Crowbars, my only weakness. My one nemesis. <laughs> so I thought I was your nemesis. I have a life outside of you, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> and Karama sits down with Jason. He's like, Do you feel like you need to have nemeses? Is that something <laughs> emotionally fulfilling for you to have people who openly are in conflict with you? What is the crowbar replacing in your life? Yes! <laughs> like, so... I'm just saying, the QE team could fucking do a number on the Bat family. Oh, I got them oh, man. Like, <laughs> oh, God. Queer Eye Gotham. Oh, so, man. I need that. I would totally. Oh, my God. That was the shit out of that. That would be so Like, good. back when we were kids, we had the Scooby Doo Batman crossover. Nowadays, yeah. we need the Queer Eye Batman. Crossover. We need the Queer Eye Batman yeah, crossover. Batman. That'd be fucking awesome. Dope yeah. as hell. Jesus, you know who they do a number on? Fucking Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Jesus Christ. Oh, they man. fix up that cave. They fucking, like, <laughs> uh, Andy Serkis Alfred would absolutely call the QE guy. Yes. Like, we just see him. We just see him like. <laughs> You know, my Master Bruce has been just dealing with a lot recently, and I just really think that he needs a helping hand that isn't someone who also uses his hands to serve him finger foods. <laughs> and so, I love it. Uh, Tim gains the upper hand with his plus three to attack crowbar, and. <laughs> Or does uh, sudden, crowbar vicious uh, vicious, vicious crowbar yeah, yeah vicious crowbar he's able to uh smack the shit out of this man until he realizes that jason has buried a batarang into his sternum and leaves him to die saying just one more to go this image might be the most iconic image of the entire event like whenever yeah. people is think it of, I think so. Whenever somebody brings up Battle for the Cowl, this is inevitably the image that people really springs to mind for people. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. um, that's really now. frustrating because uh, you look at the page where he gets shanked yep. and you see which direction the batarang is. Yep. And then you flip the next page and what direction is the batarang? Uh, the other uh, way. And it's a totally different batarang. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, think, I think you're missing the point here. Jason yeah, absolutely point. pulled it out of his chest and then replaced it. And then replaced it. <laughs> or he, he twisted it. Like he twisted yeah. it around. And it's like, like, hold like on, hold on, hold on. No, There we go. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. Let's just go ahead and uh, literally turn the knife if you don't mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tanner's like, no... that's called a French tuck. Okay, which of the bad boys wears a French tuck? Uh, uh, Tim, hundred percent. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, I would yeah. say Dick actually. Interesting. Uh, I would say this the one fashion thing that Dick knows how to do. No, Dick knows his fashion. Trust me, Dick knows his fashion. But he doesn't know his fashion. See, he comes into fashion kind of naturally, but he doesn't know fashion. This is the one like fashionable thing that like consciously goes to his mind of like, oh, and I need to do this. Yeah, I'll I'll say yes. Like, I'll say yes. Dick does wear it because Tim told him how to. You know uh, what? I, yeah. I concede. Absolutely. Yeah. There you go. Because he, he gave him the age old. You know what? Actually, I disagree. I disagree. He would not wear the French tuck because that would cover up his ass. Oh. And yeah, I think no he covers way. up his ass. I disagree. 
Either That's way, Gotham chapter three. Yeah. <laughs> uh, chapter three starts off with who else? Gotham's ass. Uh, Dick decided, you know what? I'm just going to go with what works for me. I couldn't find anything in the closet, so I'm going to stick as Nightwing for now. And so he jumps so out fair. into the uh, into the skyline of Gotham City. I will say, Tony Daniel draws a hell of a Nightwing. Y- yeah. Yeah, I will say he does draw a hell of a Nightwing. He this... also draws all these characters in the same poses, <laughs> which is kind of incredible. Uh, but we see this is that... the same exact pose we just saw Jason Batman do. In the last You're not issue. wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> it's the same fucking shot. <laughs> so we see Dick has assembled the network as well as uh, some members of the Outsiders. Hell yeah. We see uh, Cass. We see Ragman, Blackhawk. I don't know who the fuck that is. Oh, wait a second. That's Katana there. Wait a second. Yeah. So is that Cheshire then? I don't know who that is. That's what I'm saying. I, I think it's Cheshire. I don't know. Cheshire. It must be. Yeah. But so we see. That's fucking weird. We see Wildcat. We see Knight. We see Manhunter, which is cool. Owlman's uh, yeah. there. That's what weird. What the fuck is Owlman doing? Okay. 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 So this Owlman is fucking awesome. It's this dude who was like doing investigative journalism. It's from the Outsiders book. It's this dude okay. who's doing investigative journalism. Uh, and uh, uh, Batman puts in place, like, okay. If I'm ever gone, Alfred's going to take over the Outsiders, but they're going to need someone who does, like, detective shit. So get this guy, put him in the Owlman costume. So it's just this, like, said, it's just, like older, over. Let's go get dude. this other guy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For, for the Outsiders. Let's go get yeah, Night Tim Owl. doesn't belong on the Outsiders. Let's go get Night Owl. Tim, do, Tim doesn't belong on the Outsiders. Tim, Tim is a hero. Outsiders aren't necessarily heroic. Tim this dude was, own. like, this wow. dude was doing, like, really heavy wow. shit. Like... Tim's a hero. Outsiders can like... be heroes too. <laughs> Tim doesn't need a team. Tim not doesn't this need a team. team. Not, not this, this team. team. This team were not heroes. They, they were doing some pretty shady shit sometimes. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, this yeah. guy fucking rules. He's awesome. So we I also see, love the uh, creeper is there. Yeah, Geoforce too. Creeper. The creeper Black is Mary, also on that team. Metamorpho, uh, our boy Jefferson Pierce, Black Lightning. Oh yeah, in his best costume. In his best yeah. costume. Um, Fuck, that costume's so good. Dick has assembled them to take care of Gotham while he hunts Jason. Ragman's there. Can't forget Ragman. Can't forget our trusty Ragman. Love that guy. Uh, Back at GCPD headquarters, uh, we see Gordon survived the attack because, of course, he was wearing his vest, but that uh, District Attorney Hampton is dead. Um, Back at the Batcave. He's dead? Oh, dad. dad. Oh, sorry, sorry. Dad. Dad. Not dad. Dad. Damien's not. Damien's not here for this. <laughs> uh, but Damien has awoken uh, back at the Batcave, and I love. You can't keep me here. <laughs> I want to get out, Alfred. I tell I you, you, can, I tell you keep me in here all day. Huh? I'm getting stir crazy. He's got this wrench like he's going to hit fucking Alfred again and knock him out and take the Batmobile. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> oh, it's so good. But Alfred's like, look, I understand that I can't keep you here, but I'm not going to let you go out by yourself. And at that moment, we get the sound of a Robin cycle. 
as who Some shows up. Uh, we see, which is hilarious because Squire is not American. But yeah, exactly. Squire shows up. <laughs> funny. We, we but say, it's the English London Which is the universal cinematic. Oh, there we go. As we see Squire roll up on the Robin cycle. And Alfred has the Robin costume pressed, steamed, and ready to be worn as the two of them head out. Meanwhile, elsewhere, uh, we see Jason pull the bat batarang out of Tim's body, takes the cape, cowl, and utility belt, and gives this just fucking paralysis demon-looking smile Oh yeah! as he drags Tim's body further into the bat cave. Meanwhile, uh, Jason's also in a different Batman costume now, but his blood is still leaking down his face. Yeah. Yes. But this very. is a very different Batman costume. It looks very, very demon different. Batman than actual. Yeah. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the piping anymore. It's like a different texture on the inside. It's it's Hold different. On. Let me see it. Like for the rest of this issue, he doesn't have that piping in there. Which is weird. Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. And he doesn't have and he doesn't have the fucking like ammo belt over his chest. Well, like it's a different Batman costume. Maybe. For no fucking reason. <laughs> this Batman's this costume's bad ears are also very much more like horns. They're horns. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. More bat demon than the actual fucking bat. Yeah. Devil so... Nezzo over here. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, he looks. He, I, I, no joke. I thought this was Asriel before they revealed oh, it as Jason Turner. I was like, oh, I should have known. And yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the that's thing. Was... It seems very much like the Michael Lane. But I mean, it's basically his yeah. suit, right? Like it's yeah. it's basically his costume, which is interesting. Because who does that? Because does that mean that in Batman Six 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 that the hole in things grows? The whole of things grows. <laughs> the fire rises. Oh, ah. We see uh, Vicky Vale, who is obviously trying something different, dyeing her hair blonde. Yeah, what the uh, fuck is that? I don't know. <laughs> Are you serious? Everybody goes through a blonde phase. It's true. She's like, yeah, Bruce is really into that African woman, so I guess I'm going to dye my hair blonde now. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that, dude? Like... <laughs> I mean, some bullshit. You know what, bullshit. You know, ev everybody, everybody goes through a blonde phase. I'm going through a blonde phase right now. This is an audio podcast. So you can't tell if I'm lying or not. <laughs> da -da 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 -da. So <laughs> uh, Vicky Vale's reporting on everything. Uh, the U.S. military has been brought in to deal with this escalating gang war. Uh, Penguin has been apprehended. Uh, Two faces on the run, and Vicky maybe Vale the funniest bit here encounters <laughs> Batman Jones. Batman Jones. Batman Jones. Batman, Batman Jones. 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 He's Batman on the street. I'm on disappearance means Gotham has no God. No one I answer to. Is in the voice mod of him? <laughs> What if wow. he just compared Batman to God? Like, is it a clear that Batman isn't just a man? 
his fear, his consequence, his retribution. I could go on. This is just the beginning. Like, <laughs> I just want you to know, listener, there was no editing. There was no, like, modulating on that. Malcolm did that with his own voice. Yeah. That was really good. That was incredible. Is that not a thing people can do? Not like that. Yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, thanks. That was, that was really well done. I was so, also going to say, Vicky Bell's like, um, back to the TV. He's like, um, are we going to get subtitles or did we all get that? Because um, I can find somebody else. And there's no way we can. I didn't understand any of that. That was Batman Jones. Batman Jones. He's the Batman on the street. That was Batman Jones. Batman Jones, the most normal Batman you'll meet. uh the news is shut off and we see that this uh this new black mask is just kind of sitting in everything he's done uh we get just a silhouette of him and it's very interesting uh we don't find out in the story who this black mask is no um i will ask do we find out who this is eventually Will we find out you, I this... don't remember. Oh, I think this fun, picks though. up in Tony Daniels' Batman run, but I don't remember. Interesting. I tr- so... truly don't remember. But this dude looks like a brother. He. I wasn't going to say it, but I'm glad you did. No, I'll because... absolutely say it. They made this man look like a brother. He looks like fucking John David Washington right here. Like <laughs> He's like, so I'm the protagonist. <laughs> <laughs> The first time of reference on this podcast that wasn't from me. Yay! 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 It's so progress. That's what we call that. Progress. That's what we call progress, baby. We cut over to the Gotham Canal where Two Face is getting ready to go on the lamb. And he looks at disgusting fucking imagery. He looks at Duffy and he's just like. You're my intelligence chief. This wasn't Penguin all along, unlike what you said. And I'm like, this is a fucking idiot. You fucking told me this was you fucking told me this was Penguin. It doesn't look like it's fucking Penguin. You gotta be in a bit of shit. You said it was Penguin. No, no, no. Duffy, you told me. Don't don't be a coward. You told me. You told me to kill the last guy because you You were trying to make a grab for power. Yeah. Look at where it's gotten you. You are no longer my number one. And he shoves him backwards into shark infested waters. Duffy is gone. Really sad, along with his wife and kids. Moment of silence for Duffy. Sorry. What a dick. (laughs) And that. Yeah, just a a quick moment of silence for Duffy. I will remember you. I wish I could do a Duffy song off the top of my head. Wait, wait, I've got one. I've got one. I've got one. I got one. Okay, okay, okay. okay, okay. Moment of silence. There's no smoke without fire. (laughs) Do, do, do. Baby, baby, you're a liar. As he's getting eaten by sharks. It's like. Duffy, if you're listening to this, I don't know where you've been for the last, like, 15 years but i miss you come back where have you been where's duffy been <laughs> the real Hello? answer we want from battle for the cow where's duffy? <laughs> where's duffy where is duffy 
Use hashtag where is Duffy on Twitter and let's get this going. <laughs> <laughs> um, we see back at the uh, back of the depths of Gotham. Nightwing is making his way down to the uh, to Jason's Batcave and is losing uh, comms with Oracle. I just I just I, I love that that weird ass fucking Oracle symbol has been brought back in recent comics. Yes. I, God, I yeah, I love that. I love that. Yeah, the digital yeah. avatar of Oracle. Yeah, I love that. It's, it's so cool. It's mainly because I I know that symbol so well because I I used to play DC Universe Online oh, so yeah. much. So mm-hmm. seeing Oracle's like little thing pop up when you would play a hero mm-hmm. is very very iconic to me now at this it's point. Sick for yeah. sure. Yeah, what a great game. Marvel's it's Avengers a great game. <laughs> There's so, no end to it, but it's a great game. That's the point. <laughs> it's of it's an MMO. Never I fucking just, ended. That's the point. I just, I just can't. I can't. Wait, you're going. saying that games aren't supposed to promise a lot of content for years and years and years to come, and then release content once every ten months, and then yeah. decide actually we're not doing anything more. We're killing off the servers. Yeah. Hey guys, don't worry. She Hulk's still coming. Just keep the faith. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> Those servers are ending in like three months, baby. They even come fast. <laughs> she Hulk, Captain Marvel, and War Machine are still coming. Don't you worry. I guess I better get those fucking last few trophies I need. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> We're collecting trophies. So <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to I'll try I had my own hideout and I built it and I was like, yay. <laughs> now I'm done. So we see uh Dick come upon the uh, message that Jason has left for him in fire, a bat symbol made of fire saying too late. Uh, Dick arrives to find the cape and cowl that Tim was wearing strung up like a scarecrow as Jason. Or Jesus. Oh, oh. Are you saying Batman is Jesus? I'm just saying that Batman and I were walking on a beach together. And I looked down, and I noticed that there was only one pair of footprints. And then I realized that Batman was carrying me all along. <laughs> oh, God. So uh, That's all I'm exactly, saying. Exactly. So that is God. Jason gets Fully a, human, uh, fully bat God. Fully human, fully bat God. Right there. Which, if that's not on my shirt, holy shit. <laughs> Bruce Wayne died for our sins. <laughs> yeah, he really did. Go back and check uh, check last week. Yeah, go watch really last week's episode. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he literally died for our sins. So, <laughs> so Jason uh, gets the drop on Dick, and the two begin to fight. But Nightwing uh, correctly surmises that all of this was kicked off by Jason seeing uh, Bruce's last will and testament for him. So we find out, and I think this was shown somewhere prior. I don't know that it was. No, no, That's the it, thing. Yeah, it wasn't shown in the bo- in this. Prior. I don't know. Like, not in this, not but in I feel this, like in another book. I, I don't know. I truly don't know if it was. All I remember is I I distinctly remember seeing Bruce's image, like his hologram thing for for Dick. Yeah, that was in I think that was in Nightwing. Yeah, the, the uh, last, in Nightwing one fifty. Great leap. 
the great one or 150 something yeah something like and so like 153 or something is the last issue of that run yeah weird but i mean it's it's interesting that this was the the trigger for him this was the the straw that broke the camel's back for jason because it's basically bruce saying like hey you and i both know that really tragic and traumatizing thing that happened to you when you were a kid i tried to fix it by making you robin didn't work i think you need to get some help and it's never explained what this traumatic thing is that happened to him nope which i find fascinating which is really interesting i thought it was really suggestive um i thought it was i was i was thinking it was the the him dying it was him getting killed no no, because he because he made him robin because of this traumatic thing yeah and yeah. Nightwing mentions at the end, as Nightwing oh. mentions later on that he's like, whatever happened to Jason that he's trying to work through, like we don't know what it is. But they all know that Jason was killed. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. why I think that's why I think it's something else. I Listener, see. if you know what it is, let us know. Geeksplain.gmail.com. Uh we 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 glossed over it a little bit, but I think it's really interesting that Jason, when he's fighting Tim, he's like, Tim. Be my sidekick. Be yeah. my Robin. And then as soon as he's fighting Dick, he's like, "You should first off, you should know that Drake took it like a man, which is a weird thing to say. A weird thing But then thing he's to like, say. but but Dick, this but is also, but also, my sidekick. <laughs> be my Robin. Like, he's trying to like, he is older than you, Robin. my dude. <laughs> it's so it's, weird. It's, it's funny that he's, it's funny this, that he did say that you should take it like a man, but he's also kind of like, uh, prophesizing the future there a little bit so, uh, so but i just so, think it's hilarious it's like, him, baby. it's like it's like damien looking at fucking batman and being like be my robin be my robin like, like, like what the this fuck is, this is like in fuck deceased where Ro- where damien was batman and stephanie was robin only not even close only to not cool good. as that those of you who haven't read that story fucking rips that shit drives so yep. hard mm-hmm. oh, mm-hmm. i love it so much wait is that um, a thing damien becoming batman is that right ba- what you Read know what? All one day DCs. we'll cover it one day we'll yeah cover you know DCs. what we we should cover dc we should cover dc sometime because it's fantastic it's so good you want the good elseworld story just there go to tom it is. taylor, just go to tom it tom taylor is. oh it's an elseworld tom taylor's story. doing good elseworlds oh okay. hell yeah so Nightwing obviously is like, dude, I'm not going to be your fucking Robin. Like, I outrank you. fucking silly, bro. <laughs> and so the two of them fight. Uh, Damien and Squire are making their way down to the uh, to where Dick and, uh, and Jason are. Sorry, and they're what? Robin and Squire are making their way down, down, down and down. Down and down to find down down. They're making way their way down to uh to try and find where Dick is. Uh Damien being a little asshole to Squire for no reason. But again, this isn't Damien. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. This shit is very Damien to me. No, it's not. He's such a whiny fucking baby. He's an asshole usually, yeah, but he's not this much of a fucking child. Like he's know, he's seems, acting like seems, an actual child here. I don't know. Seems pretty uh pretty accurate to me. Damien being a little whiny baby boy. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. A little, little whiny baby boy. A little whiny baby yeah. boy. 
Why is it Johnny Bravo right now? <laughs> <laughs> little uh, little wannabe baby boy. Whoa, mama, you being a wannabe baby boy. <laughs> Man, I'm pretty. I, I, I have a coworker who does an Elvis impersonation, and all his impersonation is is I uh, stole all my music from black people, and that's all he'll say. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Uh-huh. Shout out to fucking Justin. It's the funniest uh-huh. thing. It's just I stole all my music from black people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to that coworker hey. who probably listens to this podcast. Shout out to Justin. <laughs> Justin, if you're listening, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's so funny every can time. I, can I add to that? For for since he's listening to this, please, uh, <laughs> please add this on top of it. Hoo ha! Little uh, little Richard should have been the real king of rock and roll. Hoo ha! Hoo yeah. Ooh, Richard! Hoo ha! Yeah. <laughs> so Man, Dick and Jason continue to fight. <laughs> They love fighting. They they just love fighting. Uh, where Nightwing is trying to get the location of Tim. He's like, you didn't kill him. Where is Tim? And Jason's like, no, I fucking killed him. I fucking did it. And so the two of them continue to fight. Uh, t- Tony Daniel loves doing this thing where someone will throw something into somebody. And it and just then lodges in their they'll... face. It lodges in their face, but they also do like the jut back with their body or their head. Like, like how in a movie... You know, like someone will pretend, oh, like because yeah, it's a movie, yeah. you'll throw yeah. the knife, and then but you, the actor already has it like in them, so they have to pretend to be hit by it. Yeah. And Tony Daniel loves drawing that for some reason, and it comes <laughs> off really fucking weird. This is like the third time in this event that it's happened. It's so weird every time. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut over to a very much alive Tim Drake who has survived his ordeal. He, uh, he's not well. He's not doing great. But this gives me one of my favorite Tim moments. Yes. Where he's just like, I survived the, uh, the Kevlar underneath the suit, shattered the Batarang. I'm great. I owe you one, Bruce. And he just face down passes out on the ground like mm-hmm. you could take that and just take the wandavision sound like mondays i'm all right Bro. <laughs> <laughs> that's good it's a fucking michael scott like uh, not michael scott michael uh michael michael mike george michael george yeah. michael like falling on the ground from rest of development just yes just dead it's awesome <laughs> uh here's a question for y'all so the page before that is dick and jason todd fighting yep and jason says don't don't go down just yet the show's just getting good let me show you what's behind curtain number three and then you get a panel of dick's reaction and then uh there's nothing holy fuck you're right i didn't even yeah because then it goes to then it goes to tim who's walking away somewhere he passes out and then the next bit is them just Dick continuing to fight. on Jason, just continuing to Continue fight. Fighting. Yeah. What oh the God. fuck is that? 
Yeah. This is a bad book. Like, this is a real bad book. That was some bad editing. That was like a B movie. That is like I a Mystery Science Theater that. 3000 like edit. That is edit. bad. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. That's I didn't realize bad. that. Oh, shit. Or maybe we just don't that. know what he showed him and that'll pay off. No, don't, don't fucking do Avengers 26, mate. <laughs> don't do Avengers 26, mate. Don't yeah. fucking do this. <laughs> Maybe what just... is in that goddamn closet? What did Clint see in that closet? Maybe we'll find out one day. Maybe we'll. No, we won't. We're, we're, we're just waiting. We won't find out. We're waiting we'll for a miniseries to answer that question. It's been almost twenty years. I'm still holding this grudge. What's in they're, the box? They're, they're gonna. They're gonna say the answers you've been looking for in the advertisement. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Amazing Spider-Man right now is literally tying into like fucking Zeb Wells' run from 2008. So like, who knows? Maybe anything could happen. Like, <laughs> You know what? You're not wrong. You're not Literally wrong. anything could happen at this point. <laughs> so Dick begins to gain the upper hand against Jason. And again, the, the bat ears have just full on just become devil horns now. They're horns. On, oh on yeah. his costume. And so uh, he, knowing that the fight is lost, just starts detonating his bat cave, just starts blowing it up. Um, and there's this great moment back with Tim where everything's just destroyed. He's just like, oh man, well, this really fucking sucks. And he just falls through the ground. Uh, but then he is saved by Damien and Squire. Here's the thing. Them up. Tim was literally in like a, like a tunnel before. And then that exploding room... There's no tunnel. <laughs> well, it's been exploding. It's just an open it. space. <laughs> it's been exploding. Things have been falling. <laughs> so we see we see that Dick pursues Jason uh, through the sewers onto a subway train. Uh, and Jason unmasks himself. And reveals that he has a mask on underneath. Yeah. It's my favorite thing that he does. He always was. This calls back to fucking Under the Hood, where he took off the Red Hood helmet and had a domino mask underneath it. Has the domino mask underneath. See, but that makes sense because what if the eyes from the domino mask are the eyes for the helmet? Yeah. Oh, that's what what I always took it as. The eyes from the domino mask are the eyes for his bat cowl. But we know that they're not because that back owl had red eyes and he doesn't have red eyes on that domino mask. So yeah, that doesn't work, just buddy. LEDs. Maybe they <laughs> were just LEDs. Maybe it was just an orange screen <laughs> an over orange the screen. eye holes. <laughs> Cosplayers, you know what I'm talking about. It's Back me up here. <laughs> it's, it's hard work, isn't it? It's hard work trying to make it accurate, right? Cosplayers? <laughs> Jason spent a lot of time on his cosplay, like okay? Months. Don't fucking shame him. He had to find Bring that shit to material. He had to find a specific like like plastic tubing that goes around that's LED so he could put all the individual lights in it. I swear to God, if I yeah. go to WonderCon and someone's wearing this Batman costume, Malcolm owes me fifty dollars. I bet. <laughs> bet. Bet. Minimum. Minimum no, just to cover the cost for that poor person, just to be like, oh man, that must have been so much money in time. Listener, please, please dress up as Batman, Jason Todd, and show up to win. <laughs> I want fifty dollars, please. <laughs> please let me win. Please let me win. No bet. I'll shake on that. Hell okay, yeah! All right. Um, so the fight continues. There's a great moment where they are basically fighting over the uh, the cape and cowl. And Jason's just like, okay. And he lets it go. And it just covers up Nightwing. And he just can't see. 
That's really funny. Um, That's so really funny. This is a really wacky, like this is uh, fucking like stupid. This is a really bad. It does fight. feel like I, this could have this last chapter could have been split into two separate chapters to give time for things to breathe. Yeah. Like this, could have just been no shorter. They are <laughs> racing to a conclusion here. Like I was expecting a big like confrontation in the sense of like uh, Spider-Man versus Doc Ock on the subway train, or like Joker and Batman and yeah, Mad nope. Love, you know, going nope. against it on top. Nope, it's just no. Like... The, the, the subway is there for set dressing and set dressing alone. Yeah, that's yeah. it. It <laughs> really the, is. This is. It's the salad dressing, man. That's it. It's so weird. Thousand, thousand wrong another dressing. Fucking crouton. That's basically crouton. what it is. So thousand wrong dressing. Jason goes to attack Nightwing, <laughs> and Nightwing, in this great moment, just throws the. He's like, I I learned this move, I learned this move to throw up the the cape and cowl <laughs> as like a parachute, so I can kick you. <laughs> Kick you in the face. This fucking karate kid motherfucker. Yeah. Right it's just Get the yeah. best. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, so he kicks, and I love how he says, out of control, it was too much. I hope he can hang on. Like, are you for real? <laughs> yeah, like, where's this sense of so Jason is like uh, dangling on the edge of this bridge. Dick goes to grab. He's like, "Grab my hand! The fight's over! Grab my hand!" He's yeah, like, they're playing the end of Thor, the first yeah. Thor yes. movie. Yeah, <laughs> brother, let me save you. <laughs> let me save you. No. And Jason goes, "I'll see you in Avengers, bitch!" And he lets go. <laughs> <laughs> when I see you in Avengers, I'll be deadly serious next time. When I see you in Avengers, and then just lets go and then falls down. It's like, did he say next like time twice? <laughs> uh, which i fucking love because he does go i'll be seeing you sooner than you think and let's go and we get the no, no! no! as his body just fucking tumbles down into water as as he does the uh the catwoman villain from the halle berry catwoman where the body <laughs> is just flipping it's clearly not a human body it's a mannequin just it's a mannequin <laughs> i i cackle uncontrollably every single time i see that scene oh yeah that movie yeah. that movie's bad but it's fun <laughs> it's bad but it it's fun the best, it's the movie, best basketball scene in a movie best basketball scene ever put to film i was gonna say that movie exists that that's movie, what that does the movie does exist that movie just it's exists. real it yeah it's it real. stars oscar winner halle berry it oh, stars yeah. just I one forgot. of the two poc Best actress winners in the entire history yeah. of the Oscars. <laughs> exactly. I forgot about that. Oh my god. Oh. Uh, and she won it 21 years ago. So we isn't that crazy? Back... Weird. Yes. Uh, we cut back to them basically going, "Oh shit, we only have two pages to wrap up this event. We got to get this." Literally, movie. literally. And so we Fuck. get this narration from Dick as he's approaching the the clock in Wayne Manor goes down the steps and greets Alfred, greets Damien wearing what might be a new Robin costume mm. with a very different Batmobile up in the back. Mm. And he says, changing is always harder than staying the same. It takes courage to face yourself in the mirror and look beyond the reflection to find the you that you should have been the you who got derailed by cruel childhood events events that took your life's nat natural trajectory and twisted it. 
changing it into something unimaginable or even incredible, giving you the courage to embrace your birthright, your destiny, and finally realize that you are Batman. And it says the beginning. Really fucking cool. I mean, it's cool. It's definitely cool like Michael Bay's end of the first Transformers movie where yeah. they have to wrap up that movie in three what seconds. We are here. We are waiting. Like, I mean, it's, it's literally that, or they have to wrap that movie up in a minute. <laughs> they overstayed their welcome. What about the sequel? <laughs> so we are not done yet, folks. Damn We've it. got one oh. last epilogue to go through. Batman. We've got a bo 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 bonus. Batman 687, written by Judd Winnick with art by Ed Bennis and Rob Hunter. And we start things off years ago, where Bruce, in his classic costume, uh, is getting ready to go out on patrol, discussing the night's events with Alfred when all of a sudden the lights go off. And they are attacked! It's a sneak attack in the Batcave, where they are most vulnerable. And as Batman uh, reacts to the onslaught of pellets uh he realizes that this isn't an attack meant to injure this is an attack for show and as he sees a figure perched up above the giant penny he attacks tackles that figure and it's revealed to be dick grayson as robin and he's just like dude i totally got you like i I nailed it i fucking got you bro got him (laughs) Like, got him. And Batman does that thing as an older brother where he's like, No, I fucking, you didn't get me. I told you to get me out on the street. Like, <laughs> he's like, Well, my like, force field was up, so it doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, had my, I had my double force field up, so you didn't do anything. Yeah. We're in base right now. Like, we're literally we're, in base I, right now. Base. It doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I love that Dick is just like, If I had attacked you on the streets, you would have been ready for me. Like, I got you here. I'm always going to hold this over your head. And I love that he used, you can tell this is the past because of the lingo he uses. Yeah. He's like, how can I not? I just aced Batman. You just watch yourself yeah. there, big boy. Before you know it, I might be head monkey in charge. Oh, yeah. And it'll no, be I love me in the got... cape and cowl. He, Eric, if I may, he has uh, Paul Walker energy from Fast and Furious. It's like, no, I totally got you. I totally, like, I totally, I almost I had, totally you. had you. Yeah, I almost had you. That's all it is. That's all it is, and it's good. <laughs> it's so true. That's it's really so true. That's really good. Um, we see, we cut to today, the Robin suit next to the bat, the bat cowl, the bat cape and cowl, as Alfred looks upon his works and despairs. Um, <laughs> He is going over everything that's happened. He's trying to adjust, trying to deal with the new status quo. Meanwhile, we see that the uh, damage that had been done by Black Mask is still going on. Uh, Just in the (laughs) middle of all this, this is still happening. Uh, Gordon is dealing with it when all of a sudden, a Batmobile flies through apprehending uh this particular batch of foes and drives off and everyone's like oh man good thing batman was here we cut to inside the batmobile and it's still just nightwing sitting there (laughs) yeah 
he's like, God damn it, fucking Tan hasn't hit me back with a new bat suit yet. <laughs> I'm, waiting. I'm waiting. And uh we see Alfred and Damien are in the cave kind of monitoring. And I love this moment where Damien's just like, Is He's not him. He shouldn't be behind the wheel. Only Batman drives the Batmobile. And Alfred's just like, dude, shut the fuck up and go to your studies. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I love it. I love Alfred literally being like, Damien, I swear to God, if I turn around and you're standing right there, I'm going to smack you. You better be upstairs and you better not be talking to my ear right now. Ooh, you're going to make the left palm of my hands. So strong right <laughs> I'm going to be sore from smacking you. I'm going to count bro. to five, and you don't want to know what happens. <laughs> I swear five. to God. But spoilers, it ends with my foot and your ass having a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Alfred, Alfred has gone from Tan France to Red Foreman. Very quickly. <laughs> to Nana like, as well. He's ready to throw a chonkla like so yeah, fast, straight up, bro. Straight like, up. He's, he's, he's like, ooh, I swear to God. I swear to God, and like I, 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 I can feel like Alfred. As soon as Damien leaves, he just goes dumbass. Um. <laughs> Kurtwood Smith would have been a really good Alfred. He would have been the American <laughs> Alfred. Can you imagine bro. him trying to do a British accent? Would have been no. Incredible. That's the thing. Would have been incredible. It would have been incredible. That's the thing. That doesn't work. That. He'd be good American Alfred. Yeah. So that's four weeks ago, where. <laughs> Not the four weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm has thrown his headset down. He's gone. Uh, that I is, that is what we today. call a trauma response. Where... I know when. I know when to go. <laughs> just, just the words. I know when when my bathroom break is needed. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that we both sat there to a standstill. <laughs> Our eyes slowly out. meeting over the Zoom. I, I had a, I had a quick moment thinking that like my my internet was unstable for a split second. <laughs> yeah, like, did they freeze? It's like, did they did they freeze? It's every moment I come across something like that. It's that, and then Eric had an idea. <laughs> an awful, terrible an idea. Awful, terrible idea. As a smile grows. The Azana had a wonderful, awful idea. <laughs> and so uh, we see that in the aftermath of Final Crisis, uh, Superman and Wonder Woman show up to give the cape and cowl that they found to uh, Dick and Tim. Um. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm. I'm really distracted by uh, by Superman here. Uh, Ed Venice knows knows how to draw some uh, some folks. Some super Ed Venice, man. Uh, yeah, like mm, this bat. This Superman really well is really well drawn. Guys, if you haven't read Brad Meltzer's run on Justice League, which is drawn by Ed Venice, you're missing out on the is, best run of Justice League of all time. Is everyone as caked up as Superman and Wonder Woman are? Bruh, that's the run where Black Canary becomes chairman, bro. Oh, god damn, you right. Read you right. that run, dog. We're gonna read it. <laughs> that's the run that made me fall in love with Hawk Girl because Hawk Girl is caked up every day, bro. <laughs> so Alfred shows up, and I love this. He's like, I brought your usual refreshments, but should you desire, I can provide something more substantial. And this moment is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman this... is just like, 
this must be so hard for you right now. We don't, we don't need, you don't need to go through all this trouble. And Superman goes, are you all right? And Alfred goes, am I all right? There's a pause. And he goes, no, sir, I am not. My son has died. <sighs> oh, that's a, that's a fantastic page of comics. Fantastic. Judd Winnick. Judd Winnick is a master of writing. Great, yes. great writer. Judd yeah. Winnick's 2000 stretch is one of the best stretches of comics, I think, ever. I, I started, yeah, I started crying and I did not cry for at least, stop crying. I did not stop crying for at least five more pages. <laughs> this is what I'm talking, we're going to get to it. <laughs> so we next get something that I didn't love, though. I, I don't think for this, which is really strange because it's Judd Winnick, his voice for Dick in this is very good. I don't think he writes Dick very well in this. I I think he, I, I think this Dick makes sense. I don't. I don't. I think. Listen to this. Does this sound like Dick dialogue to you? You prepare yourself for this day. Well, prepare is the wrong word. Do you prepare yourself for the sun to rise or for the water to flow from a tap? No. These are knowables. These are eventualities. Like, that's not this, Dick Grayson dialogue. This seems like uh, animated series. Uh, Dick Grayson written no, by it doesn't Gmo even seem for me. Like I I kind of liked it. I I thought this like I, this I, was I very could, sentimental. I could very easily see this from like a Tim. Oh yeah. Like, okay. So somebody who has that kind of that kind of melodramatic, you know, almost Shakespearean dialogue, but Dick doesn't have that. He's much more. Who has that tragedy? Role. I see. I know what you mean. Here's know. the yeah. thing. I think he has that with Alfred. I, Alfred is his way to tap They have into a much better dramatic. conversation coming up. Later. I, I will uh, completely okay. I, okay. I will completely Dunks agree. on this. Yes. Yeah. I will completely agree. Okay. I will completely agree. So I I don't know. I just I don't love it. But we see that but what I do like is the moment between them of just kind of sitting with each other saying neither of us were ready for him to go. And yeah. Alfred makes a request. He's like, look. You can't let them have a funeral because they're going to traipse them around. They're going to have a casket with a big bat symbol on it. They're going to parade them through the streets because that's what happened when Superman died. Mm -hmm. We don't want that. Like, not only would Bruce fucking hate that, it would be an insult to what he stood for, that he's supposed to be a symbol. Batman is supposed to be everlasting. And this, if they do a funeral for Batman... That's where it ends. Every Batman after that comes after will be a pretender. Mm-hmm. And I, re- I do love the concept behind that. Yeah. The ideologically, the ideological uh, look of uh, what Batman represents. And it needs to be the spirit rather than yeah. the man. Which leads you very good into the next scene of all the heroes at like Bruce's grave. Yeah. In in like normal clothes. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, nice. and Dick coming in being like, listen, Batman is not dead. Like we can't we can't let people think that Batman's dead. Gotham will lose its fucking mind. Yeah. Like Batman has to be alive always. Like Batman always. lives always. And so great moment. Uh following that, we cut to today, where uh, Alfred is looking for Damien and he's just like damn it not again because he knows Damien has left we cut over to Tobik Chemical Corporation 
which is a front for Cadmus Labs. Cadmus, baby. Always a problem. Cadmus, mm. always a problem, but not in a good way. And, and we see that Dr. Phosphorus is breaking in when he is encountered by Damien. Damien in his Robin costume um, goes to attack uh, goes to attack Phosphorus. Doesn't seem to be doing much damage when all of a sudden he is shot by this foam that seems to incapacitate him. And there's <laughs> Dick Grayson with a giant bazooka. This is Zack Snyder's Dick Grayson. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I don't know. This is Titan. That bazooka is dripping, bro. <laughs> dripping foam specifically. It is dripping yeah. some white shit, dude. We're moving on. <laughs> it like, has some slight discoloration, so he might have to get that looked at. Like Dick said, get in the car. We're out of here. I love Dick's like one. He doesn't feel pain in the conventional way. Two, he's a walking radiation leak, and you're not dressed for that. Three, the authorities will be here and to collect them in a few minutes. And four, get in the car. Tam very specifically made you a chemical warfare suit, and you are like, not what wearing are you doing? it. And it's what are you an doing? insult. Uh, Come on, like Batman should drive me drive. Get, get in the, the damn car. car. <laughs> like, uh, so good. I love that. <laughs> and so we cut to later on. Um. Name is like, look, I we have a certain respect for each other. Like, I knew that a lot of what I said went, fell on deaf ears when it came to Bruce. But you and I have a rapport. We have a relationship. You can listen to me, and I can listen to you. Like, you're right now. Your refusal to take this mantle, like you're hiding. You're prolonging this. And also. Tan just dropped off the bat suit and he really wants you to try it on. Looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. And Dick says, everything I am is because of him. I'm just not sure I can be him or that I want to. And Alfred then says, just what the hell, then I have to ask, like, what the hell are you doing here? And Dick says, you're right. I shouldn't be here. Cut to the Wayne Foundation building, penthouse and the bunker where Bobby has done his magic and set up a brand new bat cave <laughs> just for Dick. You're uh, welcome. He coordinated with, with the rest of the Fab Five as well as Alfred to set up a brand new headquarters for Batman, um, which is <laughs> also <completely> which <laughs> is also hilarious because I didn't even make this connection until I was reading it this time around. This is just the Dark Knight. This yeah. is the Dark Knight Batcave. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's all this is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, which yeah. I, I kind of love. That they, yeah. It's, it's that synergy that they were trying to go for. It's, yeah. a, it's that synergy. Yeah, it's yeah. sick. It's very cool. <laughs> and so as Dick and Alfred get settled into their new space, uh, they know that this isn't going to be easy. Uh, Damien is a handful in himself. Dick has to essentially reestablish the legend of the Batman. And Alfred promises to be there with both of them every step of the way. So we cut to two weeks later, Gotham Bay Bridge. The Scarecrow. This is how you know that they're aping a lot from the uh, Nolan trilogy for this Mm -hmm. now is because Scarecrow always got to show up. 
Yeah. Mm -hmm. Scarecrow yeah. is holding the entire bridge hostage. Uh, we have this crew of uh, hazmat, this hazmat squad that are going to go in and take him, but he sees them activate some gas that begins to eat away at their suits. Uh, thankfully, they are tranked Corrosive. and saved. And as the scarecrow gets ready to detonate his chemical bomb on the bridge, a light shines on him. He says, stop, stop it. I'll do them all right now. I will. And then we hear, I know. That's why I'm here. And we see in all of his glory, Dick Grayson is Batman with the caption, just the beginning. And that does it for this week. Uh, as we are wrapping up here, I want to hear from both of you. What is your final thoughts on Battle for the Cowl? And uh, did, what was your favorite moment? We'll go to Malcolm first. I think Battle for the Cowl is a well-intentioned but messy event. <laughs> That's the nicest you've been to it this whole time. I think it's well-intentioned. I think it's just very messy. Um, my biggest problem with it is that I, I really like 687. I think 687 over to cowl doesn't exist i think it's i think you could just have 687 be that midpoint issue between r.i.p final crisis and next week's books mm -hmm. and be completely fine you don't need about for the cowl yeah um, they don't yeah huh. like you you don't you don't you can have this actually just be the issue and just be like listen dick knows that he needs to step up dick knows that he needs to do this he doesn't want to he wants to figure out a way so that batman is around without actually being batman but that's not going to cut it because Batman will always get out of the car. And so he has to he has to suck it up and be Batman. You'd be fine to just do that. But what about you don't Black need the whole Mask, event at all. I mean, you can still set up Black Mask as a villain and stuff. You just don't need that event. Like, <laughs> you don't. It, I feel like it doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't really serve any purpose. Fair. Do you have a favorite part from this, uh, from this week? Uh... Fuck I, again, six eighty seven. I love six eighty seven. I think that issue's great. It's probably the Alfred bit. It's probably the mm -hmm. Alfred moment since six eighty seven. The Fair. my no, I'm not okay. My son just died. Yeah, like I I mm -hmm. think that's so. Anytime that Alfred refers to Bruce as his son, I get emotional. So it's probably <laughs> that. Fair. <laughs> that is absolutely fair. Uh, Jacob. Final thoughts. You know, this was um, this was a very light read week. Um, the fact there was only three three issues, I would expect like at least a four, so that you can give it like a nice symmetry or something like that. Because this this felt a little this felt a lot of lacking, especially after everything, especially after what we just read. You know, with Final Crisis, like good right. lord, like yeah. this, this is like. And here's it's very like, thin compared. This is how we tie up the Batman <laughs> thing, and it's just like what? Oh, come on, this is like. Uh, this is very much like Ant-Man right after, uh, like, Infinity War coming out, you know? It's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we got to put Ant-Man has to have his own movie, and it's coming right no, after. The don't end of the Ant -Man and the Wasp. The bat, don't diss the, the battle for the cow. I'm not dissing it. I'm not dissing it. It's my favorite <laughs> fucking hero on uh, up there with, like, tons of other heroes, but it is what it is. <laughs> But He's it my is my favorite it is. hero out of all of the other heroes alongside all of the other heroes. <laughs> He's exactly. tied for my favorite with everybody He's else. Tied. <laughs> He's tied with everyone. Ant-Man is always there. He's always going to be there for me. Uh, but, you know it but, or not, Ant-Man is there. It, 
Exactly. Uh, he's actually in every great. single MCU movie. Uh, it's true. You can't yeah. prove he's not. Exactly. Yep. Yeah, yeah. You just got to find him. He's the hidden Mickey in every single movie. Oh. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, this was a this this was a, it was very interesting. I I didn't like. I didn't like uh, how much this could have. This could have been a little more epic and a little more of like more Bat Family fighting. You know what I mean? This could have been a real big. Fair. And 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 like I, I expected Azrael. Like I could have. I totally would have like could have seen like Azrael being the one that's been like uh, slowly picking off at at the, at the other others so so he could be the one on top of it. And then yeah. I, I think it would have been ironic if Jason Todd actually save the day wouldn't that be weird that'd be so funny um but... <laughs> we're gonna get to that hang on yeah. we're gonna get oh, yeah. to that hang okay. on but, i've been uh, saving my real hot take we're gonna get okay. to that okay but 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 the 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 real the real fun about this was like i i, I loved the, the 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 added issue we had with the 687 which is just that moment with alfred because uh, yeah. and especially i know you didn't like the the it seemed out of character for Dick, but I genuinely felt for him the whole time of the fact that like this, it felt like a kid losing his dad. That's what it, it made. It made it feel like he, he just saw his parents died all over again, like back in the circus. It, yeah. it, it felt like that more to me than, than, um, than him just saying words, like just, just generic wordings of like uh, how I miss him and like, how can I feel to add up to him? How can I replace those boots? You know, how can I fill those shoes? And um, I, I love Alfred being the, the groundedness, the, the, the way he would be for, for Bruce. It was kind of that moment where I was just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is why Dick needs to be the Batman. It's because of this, this is, this is his this is his this is his destiny this is what he's been meant to put meant to be yeah and um i get it and I, I i i i thought that was my favorite part with this all in mind now it is now i'm really happy i really like got to this point because of the fact that now i can start like my tan my side reading uh from this because red i never robin. had the continuity where i can finally read red robin and i'll have <laughs> my take on that next week if i can <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Who knows? Mm. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm with you guys, and I I want to say like I like the I like the intention behind 687. I think the plot is very well paced. Again, I just don't think that the voice for Dick is there. I don't think he's written particularly well in the story. Um, but I do. I think Alfred is a shining part of that specific issue. Uh, my my thoughts on this are honestly like i don't think it's a terrible event uh, it's definitely like a hey uh tony can you just do like a like a big summer blockbuster event just to get us from point a to point b and he's like sure i can do that and that's what it feels like it feels like a popcorn movie um a lot of stuff that just doesn't make sense what was behind curtain number three we will uh we'll find out we'll find out uh for those of you who are you know Same really really interested in it i mean i as i understand the uh the what is it the dc pride 2023 is going to be featuring a brand new story by grant morrison so maybe maybe you just need to buy dc pride 2023 to find out you know what what it is who knows who knows who knows 
Wait a second. You cut out. We missed that I whole know, thing. I heard, uh, yeah, I saw. It was frozen. Okay, we're good. Um, <laughs> I lo- at least I'll get an early start on the editing. But uh, <laughs> where was I? Okay. Um, but I mean, maybe maybe we will find out what's behind curtain number three. I mean, from what I understand, you know, the uh, the word on the street is that Grant Morrison is returning to DC Comics to tell a story in DC Pride 2023. So maybe, so maybe you just excited. need to buy DC Pride 2023. So maybe you just need to buy DC Pride 2023 to find out Maybe the answers are there. You don't know. I don't know. It could uh, be. I already was going to buy DC Pride 2023, baby. That Jen Bartel cover. Mm. Oof. Oof. Mm-mm-mm. Roll me down. Roll me down the hill. God damn. Now you're rolling in the deep. So <laughs> Rolling in the deep. We could have had it all. But yeah, I I think that the event it, it serves its purpose, does no more, no less. Uh, my favorite part, honestly, is just the network having this group that comes in to. I love the network. Bring everybody together. I love when heroes kind of get together to make up. For Not them. fight. Yeah, yeah. I love Not when heroes get together fight. and don't fight each other at an airport. I yeah, love that. me too. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking. What a concept! What a concept! There is day. What uh, a yeah, concept! Overall, I mean, I mean, honestly, yeah. My my favorite part is everybody just coming together. I love Squire. I love all of her involvement. It's just it's it's good stuff. It's good stuff. But Hell that yeah. does it for this week's book club. But before we go talking about what we're talking about next week, uh, we've got some emails, which means uh, Malcolm. What time is it? It's the bag. It is absolutely time to read the mail. That's where we go and we read the mail from emailers and written mail. That's what we'll be reading. Sorry, uh, I don't. I don't know what that. What? Uh, it's the mail time. I don't. I don't know what happened. Thanks. Thanks, Batman Joe. Um, but yeah, if you want to be part of the Geeksplain Book Club mailbag, send your emails to geeksplain at gmail.com. Uh, put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the show. I have been traveling this week, so we're recording this a little bit in advance, which means this week we only have one email. Um, apologies to everyone who ends up sending their emails a little later on. We will pull them into next week's episode, so just get yourself ready for that. But we do have one email. Thank you all for dealing with the scheduling. Uh, This week is crazy. So just please, please uh, bear with me here. Crazy. This, but Jesus Christ, my my internet is garbage. All right, here we go. Uh, But we did get one email from good brother, Adam Stringfellow. Hey, Stringfellow. Stringfellow. Yes. He writes, how goes it, terrible trio? Love it. Hope y'all are doing all right this week. And before we get into my question, quick mental health check. How are y'all doing lately? How are things going this week? Either way, hope y'all are doing all right and doing well. Uh, Jacob, mental health check. How are you doing? Oh, great. Uh, my boyfriend's parents brought uh, uh, came into town. They had a great fun. They also brought like his little brother, uh, uh, my boyfriend's little brother with them because he's in, he's in high school. He's a senior. It's a spring break they came they chilled they came to the gaslight we ate a lot and they left today so it was a great week meeting the fam hell yeah we love to see it we love to see it love to see it malcolm mental health check how you doing 
Listen, this is going to sound lame, but uh, I'm pretty good, man. Last of Us finale was this week. Uh, as of recording, tomorrow, Ted Lasso starts, and everything's going to be oh, right as right. rain, baby. Oh, it's Lasso week, that's baby. What we need. That's what we need. That's what we've been needing. Richmond till we die, baby. Richmond till we die. He's here. He's there. He's every fucking He's every way. fucking way. Roy can't. Roy, Roy can't. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I, I ain't got no complaints. I just had some gummy bears, a ginger beer. Ooh. Yeah, you're doing. I'm all working right. tonight. Yeah, we doing all right. Hell yeah. What Good stuff? Oh, I, I love me some ginger beer. I'm currently uh, having the Bundaberg ginger beers, which are pretty good. Mm, uh, nice. It's no Reeds. Uh, Reeds has an extra ginger in there. Um, so if you want to have a good ginger beer, uh, Reeds ginger beer fucking rules. Nice. Um, yeah, good I'm shit. good. Good shit. And my Dark Knight Batman uh, ships tomorrow. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. What we love to hear. So, yeah, I'm pretty good. <laughs> good, good. Hey, hey, how you doing? Uh, you know, honest, fair is fair. Honest is honest. It's a, it's a tough week. It's a tough mental health week, um, but we are getting through it. We are working our way through it, and um, we're hoping to just just be together. I'm, I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for everybody i've got in my life so we're gonna keep trucking on we're gonna keep yeah. gonna keep going yeah we love you buddy thanks uh so he writes for my question this week i wanted to ask the three of y'all since we're t- talking battle for the cow who in the bat family do you think is the best fit to take up the mantle of batman after bruce for me obvious contenders are dick grayson cassandra kane jace fox and terry mcginnis all of whom are excellent choices for, for successors, but for me, I always thought Tim Drake is the perfect choice. I say this because out of all of Bruce's kids, I can see Tim being the one to make being the Batman a full-time role. Dick is the obvious answer, but he'd eventually move on and want to start a family with Barbara. Dude, I freeze again. God damn it. God damn it, this internet. Fuck. I'm going to be editing the shit out of this. Till it started getting warm. It started warming up. Yeah. 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 Hey, okay, you're back. We got you're you. back. You're back. You're back. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's Tucson, baby. Yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't like all of us being Literally, in the same it's fucking town. Tucson internet. It sucks. They're like, oh, you're all in Tucson? Can't, you can't let the internet be too good. Yeah, uh, the internet's really bad in Tucson. It's yeah, fucking right. fried the wires. I'll, I'll, I'll start over at this paragraph. Uh, I say this because out of all of Bruce's kids, I can see Tim being the one to make being the next Batman a full-time role. Dick is the obvious answer, but he'd eventually move on and want to start a family with Barbara. Dick and Barbara belong together. Eric, deal with it. No, I will never. I will God never. Right. I God will right, never. Dick Corey forever. You on the ride, I don't give a baby. shit. Goddamn right, baby. Dick mm. belongs in space. Dick uh, bad, baby. <laughs> Jason would never want to take up the cowl. Damien, I feel, would probably grow out of wanting to follow in his father's footsteps. And Cassandra would only do it if Bruce asked her to. I disagree on that point. For Tim, though, he's the perfect balance of being a calculating pragmatist as Batman, but also one who's compassionate and not as obsessive. I know that Titan's future says he'd be fascist as Batman, but I think Tim is the perfect candidate to carry on Bruce's mission, even going so far as to be the one who trains Terry McGinnis himself. Anyway, would love to hear y'all's thoughts on this topic of who should take up the cow, and I'll catch y'all later. All the best and much more, Adam. All right, Malcolm, your thoughts. Okay, okay. 
let's 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 go back here. So okay. it's two thousand nine. Whoa, right? what a year! It's two thousand nine. We're in the oh, middle wow. of Battle for the Cowl. Battle for the Cowl is about to end. They've already announced that there's a new Batman and Robin coming in July, first week of July. Very exciting. They're not announcing who it is for Batman and Robin. I said, okay, it's probably Damien for Robin. Who is this Batman? It's obviously Dick, right? Dick makes right. the most sense because he's the prodigal yeah. son. He's done it before, yada, yada. DC's going to make it. That's his destiny. But it makes sense to be Tim because Tim is truly the best successor for Batman. But remove all that. Remove everybody else. Uh-huh. The most interesting option is going to be was Jason. What if okay. you, have the last, you have the last issue of Battle for the Cow? Uh-huh. Dick and Jason are fighting. Going at it. And Dick says, okay, listen, Whoa. I'm done with fighting you. If you want it so bad, take it. But do it right. Do it correct. We're going to be watching you. We're going to be watching over what you're doing. I'm going to keep yeah. a better eye. But do it correctly. Because I think this is what you need. I think you're fighting for this so hard because this is truly what you need. And who knows, maybe if Bruce knew that you wanted this, then he would be fine with you doing it too. And Jason says, you know what? You're right. I actually do want this. That's why I'm fighting for this so hard. And he looks down at the guns at his hands and he drops the guns and he says, I will do this right. I'm going to be a good Batman. And so he takes what he knows and he becomes Batman. And he's training Damien, who he sees as a younger version of himself. Right. Uh, with more training, but with... Uh, less streetwise self and becomes a street level streetwise batman how fucking awesome would that be the idea behind jason being a mentor to damien is hilarious to me objectively yeah it's that's the thing it doesn't make sense and that's why it it works any sense that's why it works perfectly i I do love the the (laughs) superior iron manning of jason todd where it's like yeah this isn't right, but we're going to let you roll with us until you fuck up. And here's the thing. Everybody else wouldn't be okay with it. That makes, that makes Tim's divide yeah. more make more sense when right. Tim becomes Red Robin and says, no, fuck this. Bruce isn't dead. I'm going to go get him. Like, that makes yeah. that make more sense. You still have yeah. Dick as Nightwing. Dick is kind of the Alfred in the situation a little bit, you know, as oh, far as, like, kind of leading so them, guiding them a early, little bit. Then. No, 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 no. Alfred stays alive. How dare you? Alfred Pennyworth is too he's a treasure. and needs to stay alive. Never, uh, yes, I love that yeah, he's absolutely. dead, but he needs to come back. Um, <laughs> like, he he needs to come back. And then I have I have the I have this sneaking suspicion that if you're currently reading the Batman uh the Zadarsky Batman book, that they're gonna pull something very interesting. Uh, I was wondering that after this I've, most recent issue, I, I was very that, curious about that. It's no spoilers for people who uh-huh. haven't read it yet, but uh-huh. I, I, I feel, feel like, like issue nine hundred will be really important. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out. Okay, so so that's interesting, Jason. Tom I think that's the most idea. interesting story that you could tell there. Yeah, because at the end of the day, you're going to expect it to be either Tim or Dick. Right. Or honestly, Cass, because Cass does make a lot of sense. She's the best choice. Like, the two people who make the most sense to be Batman, like, logically and story-wise, are Cass and Tim. The mm-hmm. two of them together should be Batman. Gotcha. <laughs> but then, 
but then honestly, like the person who makes the most sense just legacy wise is Dick because he is the prodigal son and he's the he's the first successor. He's he's the one who surpassed. But it also makes sense for him to never actually be Batman. He doesn't want to be Batman. And neither does Tim. And honestly, I think Cass wants better for herself. You know what? Fair. Fair. Uh, but Jacob, Jason, Jason wants it. Okay. Compelling, compelling argument. Jacob, what do you think? Uh, I defer to Stringfellow for my comment. <laughs> fair. But also... No, totally fair. But also, I did, was thinking about it, and like uh, Malcolm brought it up. Really, it's like if it wasn't that time, it totally would have been Dick, and I would have picked Dick too because of just like, well, it makes more sense because he's the he's the he's the son, he's the one who's yeah. doing it, and right. I would have expected like more of a like Spider Man esque from Dick playing the uh, taking up the mantle uh, because True. Of, because of just how much of Nightwing he would bring into that you... Batman aspect. Jacob, you um, need to read uh, the issues after the Batman issue that we read, because it's written by Judd Winnick and drawn oh. by Mark Bagley, and it is very much that. So pretty much after what we just read and just continuing on from there? Yeah, the next, the next like, like, four issues of yeah. Batman oh. are exactly what you want. <laughs> like there's literally like there's literally a bit where two-face notices like in pictures that batman is smiling and that he's performing and he's like showing off for pictures and he's, and he's like that doesn't make any sense batman <laughs> doesn't do that that's someone else and so it becomes like two-face's whole vendetta of trying to figure out like okay who actually is this batman <laughs> yes okay all right who is that's this man kind of funny. who claims to be who the is this man? man yeah who is that masked man <laughs> who was that masked man yes it's a, it's, a, oh, it's, a, it's, it's i i it's it's a it's a good read Okay. okay. All right. But, um, but to, to really finish what I was coming up thinking of is just because of, um, I, um, I, I would, what would have been great is just like, like, yeah, it makes more sense because of Tim, like going off into being red Robin and stuff. But, right. um, you mentioned, you mentioned Stephanie Brown and, and Tim being Batman. I'm like, that would be really funny if they were dueling Batman and they were just like flip flopping each other, covering for each other, like they would, like they're oh, yeah. uh, kind of like that um, would be interesting. Kind yeah. of like, uh, kind of like an yeah. odd couple, but more like, um, like they're they when somebody's out and out and just like they can communicate. It's like, are you on? Are you like if somebody's getting a crime or it's like they like Tim would like reach out to Steph and go like, are you on it? And she's like already in the Batmobile as Batman driving on. It's like I'm on it, and like it's, she has like a voice changer or something. It would be kind of fun. It's the ghost face approach how yeah. a lot of times there's two different ghost faces it'd be like that and at least yeah. one of them is matthew lillard yeah and yes. then the other one is uh is, Pretty uh, is no. what's his name uh you know hot dad from riverdale hot dad from riverdale hot yeah. dad from yeah. riverdale yeah, yeah. God, let, let, let me just say hell of a glow up for him hell of a glow up for skeet ulrich hell of a glow up, hell yeah. of a glow up. Yeah, he went from looking weird to looking very sexy. Looking very good. <laughs> he like, never longbottom real sexy. well. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah. Also, Riverdale going in for, for for its final season. Thank God. for those of you who uh, started the first season, and it's a fun murder mystery that is going on with s strangely grounded characters and a very uh, grounded world, talking about just a murder in the middle of you know, the town of Riverdale. Yeah. This final season, they have been thrown backwards in time and they have to escape. 
They're back in the 50s. So and it actually is them in yes. the 50s? Yes. Oh, my but God. Jughead is the only one who knows that they're in the wrong time. And Jughead That's is trying insane. to get back to the future. That's insane. Because they've, they've done this a couple of times where they've done like the 50s they, thing. They did. But show, they right? did. I think it was in the most recent season. They went full on multiverse. And like ah! the last season Jeez. like took place Christ. in an entirely different universe. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and Cheryl, they gave cheryl dark phoenix powers it was and it was, it was crazy it was crazy oh my Remember god. cheryl, god. Went, cheryl yes. went no more redheads and then we got the oh my god it was incredible Oh do you guys remember God. when these comics were just about just high school drama and the way it was just like whether or not they're going to get together or anything, you know? Yeah, like I just wanted it to be good drama. That's <laughs> all I wanted Riverdale to be. It was just good drama. And instead it was <laughs> Archie fucks his teacher and becomes the best fighter in the country. And <laughs> uh, in an underground prison fighting. <laughs> underground prison fighting ring. He becomes the this... best fighter in Riverdale. It's Arch. He's and not then the he's best fighter in Riverdale. He's the best teenage it's... fighter because he still can't beat Hiram Lodge. That's true. He can't beat Hiram Lodge. That's you know, true. Because Mark Consuelos has it in his writer. So <laughs> he can't be yeah. beaten. It's just he has a fucking it's fast Archie. and furious clause. It's, 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 it's the Diesel Johnson clause. Yeah, it's the Diesel Johnson clause. <laughs> it's Archie in Zack Snyder's DC universe. That's what That's, this is. Riverdale exactly is Zack Snyder Honestly, Archie comics. What exactly what it's called. Zack Snyder's Archie comics, yeah. <laughs> yeah, also, down to this season apparently being sucker punch. Jesus Christ. I know that's just gonna say this but is also, like fucking sucker punch. I fucking love Riverdale. <laughs> so, I, I I had to dip out after a point. It got too it's stressful so good. Bad for me. It's so good. I was so hate watching it for good. a while and then I just <laughs> just couldn't anymore i realized i need i need <laughs> better self-care you know what that's fair and i respect that for you i'm, I'm very happy for you about that i actually love those characters too much to watch <laughs> but oh, man so i didn't want another gotham situation with me that was whoa. that was it uh, no whoa are I you saying gonna... that on march 14th you're not standing Stop. with your with the, watching uh, your friend Stop. Misha we passed. on Gotham Knights. We, we are living we are living past the premiere of Gotham Knights. <gasps> I know I didn't watch it. I'm curious. I'm so I didn't even it. know it was out. Do not watch Gotham Knights. Just don't do I'm it. Cu- I'm curious. Just but, don't do it. But is but watch is the, it more of the arrow watch the, watch, Is it not? No. No, it's no, it's not. It's watch the far thing. superior premiere of Superman and Lois instead. I yeah. need to get caught up. I haven't finished last season. I need to get caught Welcome. up. There's a I character know. that appears. I, I no, I saw. I saw. Mm. I saw. I saw. And that's when I was like, oh shit, I need to get caught up on that. Maybe like yes, this you do. Week. Yes, because <laughs> I can't believe they're doing that character, and I can't believe that they look exactly correct. I fucking love it. Holy so much. shit. <laughs> yes, I too was surprised that Mr. Mixia Spitlick finally made it into this world. I am very proud. Jacob, I'm going to tell you, you're closer than you think. You're closer than you think. I know. You I think am. that's radical? This is truly radical. It's doing. incredible. Also, another in the long line of uh, bearded Luthers. Mm-hmm. So. I, I just wish they'd shave him. Wait, Gene yeah, Hackman came back? Oh, Yeah, have every, modern, awesome. every modern Lex Luthor has, has a to have hair something. of some kind. If it's not say. top hair, then it's beard. Because I saw so like weird. I saw like an artist's rendition of what Michael Kudlitz would look like with the bald head and the shaved face. He looks fucking terrifying. 
Yeah, he would look really scary. <laughs> that would be cool way better. Way. Yeah, that'd be way better. But uh, Adam, going back to your question. Yeah, going back to your question. I'm see. It's interesting because Malcolm took the approach because I hear this and he's like, "Who do you think should be the next Batman?" I think of it in current times here in 2023 malcolm took yeah. the approach of going back and saying who was the best choice for 2009 yeah. Yeah. now we're gonna find out what ends up happening with dick grayson as batman obviously i'm a dick guy and i think that nightwing <laughs> is one of the best <laughs> <laughs> you phrased it that way hey we have it on recording too now. Fuck, can i can i get you people. to slow that down I'm, I'm and gonna, double it that. no one can no somebody, one clip no, that no one no, that. somebody no one can i get you I need to lift over and over <laughs> please make it a thing <laughs> Oh mm. my God! Put it in our next week's episode. I don't even I'm, care if it's I'm, not even I'm next week's episode. It out. I'm editing it. Oh, out. No. You mm. won't be able to find it. You won't be able to find it. Mm. <laughs> what? I I am a I am a Grayson it's funny supporter. Funny because I am too. So I'm glad that you guys feel my pain. Uh, so I'm really happy Jacob. that you understand. <laughs> We haven't even gotten to the Dick Grayson as Batman episodes yet, and Jacob has already made that comment. We're just innocent men. <laughs> we're just, we're just men. Just, we're just men. regular we're men. Just, we're just regular That's men. Right? Just innocent men. Innocent men. <laughs> What? Listener, if you have, if you don't know what we're talking about, go look it up because it's incredible. You can go You'll be laughing for days. You will be laughing for days. Just regular men, <laughs> just innocent men. <laughs> okay, but to answer your question, Adam, um, you're a Grayson time, supporter. I am a Grayson supporter, and I think it was the right choice personally. Now it's weird for me, right? Because in 2023, we have so many more options. And we've also we seen, we have hindsight of Dick Grayson having been Batman before. And I was real salty about them taking that away from Dick when the New 52 happened. I was as well for the most part. But now that we've seen where he is right now, I don't know if I would want him to. It almost now feels like a step backwards. Because that's, they, that's the thing. Because yes. they have gone so hard in the last couple of years of making Nightwing as big as yes. the Trinity at this point yes. that mm -hmm. him kind of going to be Batman feels like a disservice to his character. Yes. So Dick Grayson is the most important character in the DC universe. Always has been by my book. Always has been. But for him to become Batman, that takes him down like four notches. Right. Which is not where it was in 2009. But nowadays, I genuinely think that Jace Fox deserves the nod. I think that oh, they could yeah. run with him. I feel like, I mean, his, his solo book, I Am Batman, hella underrated hella underrated i would love to ridiculed. see him get the nod because we got a tease of that we got a taste of that in the next batman for future state which in hindsight 
as time goes on, Future State is more and more hilarious to me because Future State feels like a fever dream. It, because it, literally it nothing of it panned out. Yeah, Future State was the convergence of 2021. <laughs> <laughs> where it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> but, and just like Convergence, only one thing came out of there that really- only uh, one thing came out of it. That really yeah. matters. And yeah. surprise, surprise, it's Superman. Yeah, and, uh, <laughs> yeah. Out oh, of both. No. Out of both. Didn't see. Oh, Didn't yeah, see you're that right. Hilarious. Yeah, right. But uh, yeah, it's right now, I think Jace is in the perfect position, especially because they have taken such a hard turn into let's make Batman more street level. Let's take away his riches. Let's put him in the brownstone. Let's yes. make him like operate out of the city. Yes. Jace is already doing that. So yes. I feel like that should be the next logical step. And then I don't know if it was Adam or somebody mentioned the idea of Jace being the Batman that trains Terry. And I love that shit. Yeah. I yeah. love that shit. I'm kind of really about that. I think that's way cooler. So I, I'm, I'm into that idea. But because this is a Stringfellow joint, he did add a PS where he gives his hot take of the week. Hot take of the week. John Stewart is my favorite Green Lantern, but he sucks ass in the comics. <laughs> he writes, seriously, how is it that he's hella interesting yes, he and fun in Justice League and JLU, but writers go out of their fucking way to make him as boring as possible in the mainline yep. comics? Yeah. Yes, yeah, I 100% agree. Yeah, he is the worst Green Lantern in the comics. It's so Easily. true. It's so Easily. true. Because every fucking story comes down to, well, I blew up that planet that one time and I feel really bad about it. <laughs> That sucks. <laughs> oh god. So Aww. so we actually just got an email as we're recording this. So we're gonna go ahead and read it. Oh, um, shit. This one comes from Good Brother Jacob Goodhart. Hey, Goodhart. Jacob Goodhart. Uh, we're gonna wrap with this. So he writes, Dear Geek Swing Podcast, I hate to admit it, but I guess this is the one time the Guardians didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, listener, if you if you haven't yeah. checked out our, our Final Crisis episode, first of all, what are you doing? It's a big landmark five-year celebration. Um, it's also a three-hour episode. It's also a three. It's a giant-sized episode. It's a giant-sized episode. Um, it was the one time that the Guardians were not in the raw. Yep. Guardians of the Universe did okay that one time. <laughs> so he writes, so I mean... Gmo gave them their one. That was yes. Just really yes. One. <laughs> gave them one. Everybody, Everybody gets, one. gets one. Right, Spider-Man? Yeah, apparently everybody gets one. Uh, he writes, I mean, the only Green Lantern books I've read are the Earth One books and Far Sector, both of which are dope as hell. You are correct. You are correct. Both of those are dope as hell. Yes. Uh, but back to the battle for the cow. Like I mentioned last week, this comic event is probably one of my brother's favorite. It's not hard to see why is this event is bonkers. I'll be honest, though. When I first saw this, I didn't have a clue who half the characters were. Though in my defense, the only context I had was the Batman animated series and movies up to that point. So when I saw Squire, I thought she was a Joker henchman. My brother is also a huge Nightwing fan to this day, and this story is mainly why uh but unfortunately he fell out of comics after a while mostly due to how expensive it can be yes and the fact he was reading batman when scott snyder took over might have been a bit of a wear on him since snyder writes batman like bendis does daredevil with long expositions and conversations i can't blame him it's like jack kirby put comics will break your heart um quick shout out to uh jacob's brother shout out to jacob's brother Hey, hey. Uh, Jacob's up? brother, you should be reading Nightwing. 
It's James Brother, really you good. really should be reading Nightwing. I think it's been good for most of the Rebirth run, to be honest. Uh, yeah, uh, you could you could start with that Rebirth, Rebirth run number one. Up. Yeah, and yeah, just keep going. Real good stuff. That's cool. Uh, and listen, I I I know I know the Rick stuff. Once you get to it, I know uh, it's gonna hurt. Just imagine you could get it done in like three days. We had to wait two, two years. years. <laughs> So, and in the condensed space of time, that story works a lot better. It does. True. Uh, He writes, and I'll admit my heart was a little broken when I heard that the current Flash run will be ending after issue 800. But the silver lining to this is that we're getting Mark Wade to write an issue 800. So I'll take what I can get. Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. That's also awesome. Wally isn't being shelved for Barry again, so I'll take that as well. I also started back on reading the Jeff Johns run after Flash 200. The way that Wally gets his secret Hell identity yeah. also proves wow. to me that Hal Jordan might be the worst person ever. Either that or the Spectre <laughs> is just an asshole. Best of the Green Lantern's my ass. He killed all of them, so he's the only one left. By default, he's the best. <laughs> the Spectre is an asshole. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Especially Hal Jordan as the Spectre is an asshole. He's a little dick. <laughs> he's a um, dick. He writes, for my question this week, I saw some people reacting to the divisive Wonder Woman Earth One comic written by Morrison themselves. It's less to do with that issue and more about the Earth One imprint. I've So, yes, for, for listeners, um, this past week, uh, Ann Comics became the main character of Twitter again after yeah. uh, she talked about the large misunderstanding for a lot of people who read Wonder Woman Earth One, also written by Grant Morrison. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. by Yannick Paquette, I believe. Yeah, Yannick Paquette. Um, great book. Yes, yes, yeah. I didn't super love it, but it's not for what it represents. And it's my favorite modern take on Wonder Woman. <laughs> see, and that's totally okay. Um, but you have like a lot of people. Jacob, I'm going to be filling you in on the yeah. on the uh, drama because once again, Jacob is the only sane person of the three of us and doesn't have Twitter. Really not online. <laughs> and, <laughs> um, basically people were calling out like a bunch of like, what about bullshit with the story and how it is. Like, is this with volume three? Just, or just or with all of it in general. Oh, okay. Yeah. Just talking yeah, shit just about like the basis behind it, the basis behind the character. Oh, a okay. lot of it is due to the, the excitement slash backlash to the announcement that Tom King is doing Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. which okay. I'm very excited about. Uh, Tom King so has earned a lot of goodwill with me, especially recently. Um, so I'm willing to give it a shot. But it's it's a very interesting discussion on Wonder Woman Earth One because it is much more aligned to the original vision of that character. And not oh. a lot of people like that. No. So that's just some, some background for that. But uh, back to Jacob's email, he writes... It's less to do with that issue and more about the Earth-1 imprint. I've read a few of the Earth-1 books, mainly because J. Michael Straczynski wrote the Superman Earth-1 series, which they in turn based the second worst Superman movie off. Wait, which one is the second worst? He's saying Man of Steel is the second worst, which I disagree with. I disagree with that. Interesting. I never, I never, I I also disagree with that second worst. I never take that as what the inspiration was for that. That's interesting. Maybe I should reread this. I feel largely because the, I think volume one and maybe volume two came out before Man of Steel. And once Man of Steel came out, it was like, that's weird. 
Oh, yeah. that's weird. That's so funny. I really that's don't. Weird. I don't remember yeah. anything about those books. Check it yeah. out. They're not bad. They're not my they're, favorite they're, Superman. They're really good. You know, they're not my favorite version of Superman, but um, they're oh. very interesting, if nothing else, just like the rest of Earth One. Uh, uh, they, they. Uh, I do know that, like, um, uh, for me, that is this. That is the Superman trilogy. That is that is with those three volumes. Interesting. Of, really? Of, of Superman. To me, at the time when those came out, I was like, Fair. oh, here's your Superman trilogy right here. This is it. Yeah. They just left, like, no impact on me. That's why I just don't remember them. Continuing on, he writes, despite this, I loved Superman Earth One. And when I saw the promo image for the upcoming Green Lanterns project by DC was going to be based on Earth One GL, I checked it out as well, and it also rocked. When I first heard of Earth One, a comic book channel I watched called Comic Pop described it as DC's ultimate universe. And honestly, that doesn't sound like a bad idea, because unlike the New 52, it's not overriding the main universe. Um, comic Pop. Pretty good. Not familiar with Comic Pop. Pretty good. Uh, I'll check that out. Sal, uh, Sal at Comic Pop. They they do. They've been. They're one of like the big comic tube uh, channels. Okay. They do good work. Cool. They do good work. Cool. Um, their conversations are fun. But I'm a from uh, every kind of geek man myself. Oh, I am a uh, critical rants for every kind of geek and. Owen likes and, comics uh, guy. Owen likes comics and uh, occasionally I like the close to drapes. Uh, that we we actually got a season to says we legally can't um, associate him, whoever oh. he is, you know who with comic oh. with comic tube. So, oh, unfortunately, oh, we're not oh, legally oh, oh, allowed oh. to unless he initiates that. Yes. Oh Correct. my god, I am so sorry. I drapes are open. Drapes are drapes open. Drapes are open. Drapes are open. So he. <laughs> I have no uh, idea he... what you guys just <laughs> talked about. What the fuck was that? It was like some sweeping under the rug so quick that I was just like don't, don't, admiring don't, don't, don't the worry, cat over here. This is what happens what, when what? Jacob steps away every single time we answer his question. Just, cut, um, cut, cut the camera. Cut the camera. Cut that. Cut that. Cut Here's the question. Jacob writes, so then if you guys could pitch an Earth One book for DC, who uh, would you choose and what would you do with it? Personally, uh, I hope we get a Flash series next. Since each Earth One gets only three volumes for some reason, I could see each one being about one of the Flashes, Jay, Barry, and Wally. I could see it be something of a period piece with each one. Jay's story taking place during the 40s, Barry's during the 70s, and Wally's during the 90s to early 2000s. Probably featuring a speedster traveling through time like Savitar. Watch out for... He writes, watch out for circles, Jacob Goodhart. (laughs) I'm going to give you guys a second to think about your pitch Uh, uh, because I've had one in the pipeline for a while, and it is The Flash. Now, cool. now yeah. it's not. It, would be. it doesn't involve Wally because um, Jacob. If you haven't read it yet, Teen Titans Earth One features Wally as yeah, Kid Flash. Yeah. I have that. It's it's a, yeah, yeah. The Jeff Lemire one is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff Lemire and the Dodsons. Dodson. Dodson. Got Dodson here. They're fine. So <laughs> see, nobody cares. My my thing with Flash <laughs> is it would be a three part thing, but the first. Uh, all three of them would, like you said, be taking place in different time periods, but there's a twist with it. So the first one takes place in the 1940s. Jay Carrick gets his powers. He joins in with the uh, mystery men that are later dubbed the Justice Society. We see them fight per Negaton. It's incredible, wonderful stuff. But at the end of the story, 
per Dagaton and depending on whether we're legally allowed to say them, the Nazis or the uh, very bad people uh, have gotten their hands on uh, a nuclear weapon and they are firing it at Washington, D.C. And Jay Garrick has to basically ride the lightning running faster than he's ever f- ever gone to try and catch this nuclear weapon before it strikes. And in doing so, the end of the book, he hits the speed force and last page stumbles crashing through a window and finds himself in a lab. Chemicals strewn all over the floor. Cool. And a dead CSI scientist laying at his feet. He cool. checks the badge. It reads Barry Allen. And Jay Garrick has found himself in the 1980s. Cool. Ooh. Volume two would be Jay Garrick taking on the identity of Barry Allen, trying to figure out where he is, when he is, and getting caught up in rogues shit. Um, it would probably feature Captain Cold and Heatwave as my main villains. And then in the climax, he would encounter something chasing him. And it would be the Black Flash. Cool. Because he's not supposed to be in this timeline. Cool. And it chases him forward. And he winds up modern day. And he has to... And he finds the... He finds this kid Flash, Wally West, who is inspired by his antics as barry allen quote unquote way back he starts to mentor him just as the black flash catches up to him and he now has to outrace death and that is volume three cool so jay garrick would be my guy going through you get an almost like back to the future each one is directly to be continued kicks in directly after the one preceding it Uh, so that would be my flash earth one yeah that's the theme easily hell yeah hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Malcolm, I love that. what do you think uh you so got? mine was always a flash one uh but i'm since that you you crushed it right now so i'm gonna skip that uh my <laughs> other one would be one that was uh announced but never happened uh aquaman yeah oh, oh shit but my aquaman earth one would be so it would be modern time uh it would be contemporary and atlantis is now choosing their new aquaman uh arthur curry is now stepping down he's been active for many years he is now taking his full reign as king and there is a new successor to the crown and a new successor is of course Calderon, burr, 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 burr. the boy who now becomes the new Aquaman uh, of Atlantis. Is this and... Aqualad? I don't know who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. It's Bla- right, Black Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, re- I, I don't recognize the name Jackson Hyde. He's, he's basically Calderon. So, um, yeah, now so, he is. Yeah, That's so awesome. uh, he's going to take the place of Aquaman and become the new Aquaman of Atlantis. And it's basically like a Black Panther story, but with Atlantis. Um, So now he's the new successor. Uh, There's trouble afoot, you know, between the mainland world, there's a new ocean master uh, going around who's terrorizing the main world. And so now Aquaman has to bridge the gap between Atlantis and the surface world. 
and bring both nations together. Hell uh, yeah. Aquaman Earth One. Uh, I would still have Francis Manipal draw it because Hell uh, yeah. I'm I'm still mad that we never got that. That's yeah, I, I, said, I yeah, was like the it's... one person who like I loved the Earth One stuff. I thought it was super fun, just in general. Same. Yeah. yeah. Like even totally though great. like Superman left like no imprint on me, like all the others, like I, I thought at worst they were super fun. Yeah. And at best same. they were everything else. So yeah. like it, you know, it was <laughs> like I, I just, it, especially because they pitched it as the ultimate universe for the DC universe, which right. you know was the second or third time that they tried doing that yeah. <laughs> after all-star and, and yeah you know yeah, remember when all-star was supposed to be the ultimate imprint all-star was supposed to be, oh, yeah geez. and then yeah. they just never committed uh well after batman and robin they were like okay never mind we're not doing this anymore they're like, yeah. yeah never mind we've perfected it there's nothing else to tell in this year yeah i guess i guess that's it okay that's it. okay i guess done. that's it uh so yeah um that would be my story it would be aquaman earth one Okay. Uh, Hell yeah. Jacob? Yeah. Any ideas? Uh, you both suck. Because, like, <laughs> I didn't even think of The Flash. And I was like, who is who's else is in the Justice League? And I'm like, the Flash, the Flash. I'm like, fuck. Me. Okay. And then I'm like, well, who else is in the Justice League? I thought of Green Arrow. And I was like, oh, God, I'm getting too obscure and I can't think of it. Ooh. And then you, like, uh, yeah, because I thought you might like that. And then you said uh, Aquaman. And I was like, fuck, that should have been an obvious one. Uh, but I think. I just can't, I was thinking about it and I would really like is Earth One Martian Manhunter. I knew you were going to take this. I knew you were going to go for Martian Manhunter. I, I would. I, I love that idea. It was yeah. either that or Cyborg, but I'd rather go Martian Manhunter because we fucking deserve that. And Cyborg uh, is in the Justice League. Ex uh, exactly. Cyborg is actually in the Teen Titans. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, Cyborg is a Titan. Thank you. Thank you so much. He is not or in the or or in the Doom Patrol. Uh, either way, I really yeah, like, here's what I'd like to see. Um, I'd like to see like a, a kind of like almost a new interpretation of uh, of Superman. Um, of just like this this alien that got struck and it'd be more noir. Um, mm. in the fact of John Jones being a detective through like this this way. First book would be just a typical like origin and everything like that. Um, I don't know his villains that well, so like I can't really pick. But I do know that at one point the second book should be him finding Miss Martian, uh, um, nice uh, in in a very like Supergirl kind of way in like the in like cool. Superman the animated series. Um, I like the idea of like the Martian Handhunter being like kind of like the uh, that kind of Superman in the sense of working with like. Um, with the like science division and trying to make a name for himself. Like he's like, he's this, he's this, he's this entity, you know? Um, but I love the third movie being like uh, the third book being a um, in, throughout all of these books. It's like the white aliens have been infiltrating earth and in the city and have been turning like uh, like invasion of the body snatchers have just been like slowly taking over the city. Ooh. And, and it's up to Miss Martian and the Ma Martian Manhunter to, to save the city from these these white aliens from Mars, you know. Hell yeah! Hey, yeah, I love demonizing white people. I think that's a <laughs> really <laughs> solid, insane, buddy. Real, <laughs> real War of the Worlds type shit. That's what I thought would be really kind of fun. So it's yeah. Superman mixed with Batman because it's the alien in yeah. this environment but it's the noir of a batman story the noir of a batman story and it all leads to like dc secret invasion that's fucking tight oh, yes. shit yeah that's I love that. sick yeah. that whips Thank honestly you. let's get I those going 
yeah. that, that, that'll be our side hustle while we're reestablishing the ultimate Marvel universe. With, yes. Uh, with Jonathan Hickman. I, I really wish that DC would actually like commit to doing like an ultimate universe though. Same. I, I think that would yeah. be a really good idea. But you that way you can really still have shit working with like the legacy numbers just existing still and not relaunching shit all the time. Like you could just do it. Yeah. Just commit to it. Well, oh, you yeah. made a really good point in last season's uh, book club where you correctly pointed out that DC does have an ultimate universe. It's the Arrowverse. It's the Arrowverse. Yeah. <laughs> when you said yes. that last year, my yeah. mind fucking unlocked. Yeah. Like I was a character on lock and key. I was just like, <laughs> and now, and now that ultimate universe is dying. It's it's it, about to die. That's yeah, it. It's, it's the last gaps. Yeah. And you know, yeah. it's, it's sad, but I really hope, coming along. I really hope the last episode of like the Flash is just is just uh what is it, Grant Gustin Flash and like uh Diego or whatever, just stick together in a movie theater with popcorn and everything, just like uh, laughing at the screen, just like at the end of Ultimate Spider-Man. Oh, that's the end. That would be yeah. fun. Him, him and Iris. Yeah, uh, or him and Iris. Yeah, that would be really with cool. their uh, with their daughter with their, their daughter. Oh, their baby. Oh man, fuck, that would be dope as fuck. But I th I think I think they've telegraphed a lot of how it ends. Yeah, because it has to end one way. We'll maybe we'll discuss it when uh, when the time comes, but. Um, that does it for the, uh, for the mailbag. Uh, thank you so much to Adam and Jacob for writing in again. If you got yours in after the deadline, sorry, uh, so schedule is a little wonky this week, but fault. it should return to it's my fault really, my because fault. I'm no, you hang up. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's really just because yeah, like I'm traveling, I'm in Tucson right now, so it's all over the place. But we wanted to make sure that we got this recorded for y'all. So uh, keep sending yeah. your questions in. Geexplained at gmail.com. Uh, put Bat Club mailbag in the subject header, and we will read it here on the Friday show. Uh, right now, actually, you can just send it in and just put mailbag because the Wednesday shows are on hiatus for the rest of March until April when we kick off volume six. So six. Just, just keep sending in those questions. We love talking yeah, to boy. Talking to you. Uh, obviously, you can see how how quickly it goes off the rails here. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that does it for this week. And that does it for uh, for the, I guess, epilogue of the first act for grant morrison's batman next week we're heading into the beginning of act two baby because we are going to be tackling batman and robin reborn this is going to reunite the new x-men team of grant morrison and frank quietly to tell a brand new story about the caped crusader and his uh, daring sidekick as the new dynamic duo hits the streets uh, to take on some real bad guys. So let's do this uh, quick synopsis. It goes like this. The new dynamic duo hits the streets with a bang in their new flying Batmobile as they face off against an assemblage of villains called the Circus of Strange. They also tackle their first mission investigating a child who's been abducted by the mysterious Domino Killer. But will everything go smoothly? And who exactly are the new Batman and Robin? The newest era of the Dark Knight begins here. 
So yeah, lots of fun stuff. This is going to be issues one through six of Batman and Robin. It's about to get funky, 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 clap, funky, clap, funky, clap, funky, clap your hands. Funky, 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 funky. Clap, clap, clap your hands. hands. I, I don't know how to clap on me. One hop this time. Uh. <laughs> Two hops this time. Uh, uh. <laughs> uh, that is a very specific reference um, to literally everyone to... over the age of 30. I was gonna, if you yeah. went to a birthday party anytime from 2003 until, or a wedding until or probably any 2012. Kind of <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's going to be really fun. Uh, this is the one piece of this whole run that Jacob has actually read. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be yeah, interesting yeah. to revisit this because all three of us have read this, but I haven't read this in, since last year, actually. I did a full episode on it. Um, that's right. It's going to be yeah. fun to actually have both of you here to discuss year. it. Yeah. But. Yeah, it's it's gonna be wild. I'm really excited. Uh, this is my favorite era of Batman. Um, I'm very excited to just dig into all of the wacky Dick and Damien shenanigans. Uh, believe me, there might be some French violence. It's coming. Don't you worry. Ah, we miss you. Oh, there's gonna be some French violence. Oh There's-ish. yes. <laughs> so. Tune in next week. It's going to be, again, Batman and Robin, issues one through six by Frank Quitely and Grant Morrison. Be there or be square, not a circle. Y'all know better by this point. But you could be but, a hole in things. Stop. But for <laughs> now, for the Geek Explained Book Club, I've been Eric Azana. I'm Malcolm Russell Nelson. And I'm Jacob Brown. And we will see you next time. Little buff boys, little buff boys, little bodies of the little buff boys. Everything's turning black, still don't know how